Welcome to your sanity safe space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From Hillary to Harambe, there are no limits. You can be nice. Really great talking. You're a cool dude. Great dude. I appreciate awesome. it, man. You can be mean. You shit. <laughs> or you can blow it all up. A lot, a lot <laughs> Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy back after a week hiatus. It was a wonderful uh, and high calorie birthday. <laughs> I enjoyed it very much. Thank you for everybody who sent uh, sent me some well wishing, and to those who didn't, screw off. That's all <laughs> I can say. Oh hey, my. you're <laughs> you're you're coming in uh, very high resolution, crisp video, clear audio. What's that about? Can you believe it? Well, CenturyLink lied to my face about other providers giving service to this building, so I thought that I could only get CenturyLink. And my two upstream was all that I could do. But um, Wave came in here and fixed it up, and I got fiber optics. And now my internet speed, my upload speed is 500 times faster than it was. Yeah, just when I was all uh, high, you know, high and mighty and proud about my, um, my internet speed, you now have topped mine by like fivefold or something. Mine's you know? faster than yours? Oh, yeah. I'm only at 70 up, 70 down. But, uh, you know, I could go up. The most I could get is 250 up and down. Oh, that's so, amazing, though. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you so point much. Is, thank you. <laughs> the point is, well, one, thank you, of course, to people who support the show and have made upgrades like this possible. Uh, but two, you know, obviously, w- all we hope for is that we're going to have interruption-free I know. Uh, experiences for people. We're not going to have CNN moments of random disconnections. Yeah, yeah. Or putting you, making you become a Claude Monet painting of pixelation <laughs> and that sort of thing. When they came in here today, they're like, how on earth have you, because I told them about my show a little bit, and they're like, how have you been doing this? every week with this internet connection. And I'm like, I, I literally thought this was all I could do, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, suck it. Century link. Yeah. I wanted to talk about it on Sunday, but I think you said on Twitter, uh, eat donkey balls at century link. I did. Yeah. Okay. Confirmed. Lied to my face. But what, what, what am I supposed <laughs> to do about this? I could have had better internet speed for my interview with Stefan Molyneux, which did not go well because it kept dropping the call. So not I'm really mention this podcast. This, this oh, yeah. thing's and, and, and this oh, show <laughs> and this show. Uh, anyway, moving right along. Uh, most people are familiar with the show. If you are new, there is a link to the Discord server on which we host the show in the description. Click that link; it'll you'll uh, be put onto the Discord server here. Put your name in the roll call. That's how we know who came first. We go on a first come, first serve basis. Patrons get priority. If you are a patron, you should be marked in that cool orange font in the server. If you're not, get in touch with us. Send us a message on Patreon, and uh, and we will get you marked in the server. Try to be, uh, when we get you in the room, try to be as uh, succinct as possible. So we'll go, uh, we always like to say, try to stick to one topic or one question if you can. Keep things moving for other patrons. And, of course, we take uh, super chat comments and questions in between callers. And... Uh, if you, if you're having trouble getting into the show or you can't make the show live and you want to contribute, we do take questions by email. Uh, we got a couple of those tonight. We'll also take uh, brief video submissions. If you want to record a message, upload it unlisted to YouTube and send it to us. We'll play it on the show and respond to it. That's all I got. Anything else? Nope. Okay. Chris to the J is up first. What's up, Chris? Not much. Not much at all. Hey. How have you guys been? How was the week off? It was really nice. 
yeah, well, it I, was, I was doing work for my channel, so it wasn't much of a day off for me. It was, it was kind of weird. I mean, I stayed at home and just played video games and stuff, but it is weird once you're so set in a uh, routine mm -hmm. not to have, even for one week, I just, I don't know, felt, felt off. But yeah. good, I in hope. All, in all honesty, I was kind of disappointed because I forgot that you guys were taking the week off. I really wanted to ask one question, but I couldn't because you guys are gone i felt so sad <laughs> well does it <laughs> is it, it now. is it an expired question or can it be asked this um time? it's it's it, it was a it's a week later um because it gives more time for for it to play itself out um mm -hmm. i was going to ask blonde what she thought about the me too campaign and you know you could have <laughs> sorry i shouldn't automatically <laughs> laugh at <laughs> me too i was sexually harassed but no, I have complicated feelings about the Me Too campaign. So okay, that's okay. A good so maybe I am wrong to laugh by impulse. Well, okay. On the one hand, like these women that are like, like, did you hear about this woman that said that she was sexually harassed by George W. Bush or George Bush, George Bush Senior? He was like some old senile man. He said that he put his hand on her ass. She said he put his hand on her ass. I don't know. I mean, I could see trying to get away with that when you're Dude, old and can't be penalized. Dude, he is like ancient and he does not know what's going on. <laughs> well, that's what like, I'm saying. It might be a product of dementia, basically. Yeah, I think he's just senile. Anyway, so I saw a lot of Me Too campaigns that were like, mm, yeah, bullshit, which is expected. But I'm also kind of attracted to it because it's an opportunity to blow the lid off of this Hollywood sexual harassment, rape, and pedophilia. Uh. And so I'm like, hmm, you know, I don't want to listen and believe I'm not going to do that. But at the same time, if this is really how we're going to take down these big Hollywood moguls, then okay. As long as you're not lying. Yeah. See, that was my one caveat for it was because when it first started, the first people I saw doing it were the people I knew who were like the feminazis, the leftists, the yeah. social justice warriors. I'm like, oh, this is just complete crap. There, there's no, there's no legitimacy to it because the ones I were seeing was, yeah, it, it said, um, because I think there were a few different ones because it was either political, uh, not political, but, but sexual assault or like abuse. But then there were others that were saying sexual harassment. And for me, that's the iffy one because yeah. because harassment can mean any, it now means anything. Like the, well, the woman like uh, Monica Lewinsky street. was tweeting about it. She yeah, tweeted me too. It's yeah. like, I'm pretty sure you engage in a consensual sexual act and then the the woman i think it was last year maybe who was walking through the streets of new york for like 10 hours yeah and, yeah and that whole thing is like oh that's totally sexual harassment i mean certain ones could you could make the argument for certain ones but most of it was just guys saying like oh dang you're hot oh that's that's heartbreaking ladies <laughs> uh, the horror but then it as it went on more and more i was seeing more of my friends who were saying you know and these were friends that I had known for a long time and I respected and I, and I would trust that they would tell the truth with most anything if, if I was talk to me about it. And so seeing them do this, I'm like, oh, I, I, I want to believe them, but everything in me says, no, don't do it. You don't know what, they, what their standards are. You don't know what the standards Yeah, I mean, I yeah. wish there was just a, like, one standard to say, hey, anything above or below this is like anything above you know given the creepy the creepy stare across the room is harassment you know it's yeah. you know that type of thing because then it's like okay if somebody says harassment then I'm and there I know that they go by that standard then it makes it a little bit 
easier. Yeah, to, I mean, I would say that them. the line should be that um, if you were getting something out of it, and that was kind of part of the agreement that you cannot yeah. claim at this point that they, like all of these actresses that are coming out, I'm like, as shut long, yeah, your mouth. they were giving because they were giving consent. Consent. It yeah, doesn't make yeah, it yeah. completely right for the guy to have done it, but you know, they, I don't know. I don't know that I even have a problem with that. I don't really care. I mean. I mean, it's it, my whole thing is it's bad on the guy's part for using his power to do so. Like that's yeah, and it's whole, bad on the I, women's part for using their bodies to further their careers. I mean, yeah, they they are complicit in this as well. Gosh, why can't sex just be easy to understand? Like, <laughs> it used to be. Yeah. Why can't we go back to like the 1950s? I know. <laughs> well, yeah, blonde's with Come you. Trump, I know. Sure. <laughs> For sure. Bring back madmen culture, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's fun to laugh at that stuff, but there is something to be said about the way that traditional gender roles do function smoothly when there's sort of an assumed role of appropriate male aggression and an, yeah. as, an appropriate female submission. Um things tend to work smoothly. That doesn't it's mean even, that it's not even submission, it's res respect as well like there's the yeah because yeah. in, in in christian uh tradition it's the word respect essentially means hey he's the man and in he's he's the man he's uh he's he's stronger than you uh he is more rational than you so he's going to make better decisions that doesn't mean that he overpowers you you have just as much say in the relationship as he does but if it comes to impasse when in doubt just go with what your husband says because he probably has the best Bring back patriarchy. The Whatever happened to patriarchy? Amen. <laughs> All Amen. Right. We got to keep it moving, but thank you, Chris. Yeah, no problem. Have a good night. Glad you guys are back. Bye. Well, thanks. Let's take. Uh, let's get Stephen in here. Mr. Stephen. Hi. Hello. How are you? I am fine. How are you guys? Good. Doing quite well. Okay. Um, I am actually curious as to how popular this event is here in Texas and if there's if it's if it's heard throughout the country or if there are other events like it, but have you guys ever heard about the Texas Renaissance Festival? No. no. Okay. Um, well, basically it's uh well, it kind of ties into you know uh, everybody's talking about how Hollywood's crumbling and because the standards for entertainment are not just uh, because of competition, but also the, a lot of stuff they're making is crappy. Uh, um, the Texas Renaissance Festival is, um, I think it's kind of like the Renaissance era where people dress up and the food and everything ties into it. It's like a theme park. Hmm. Okay. Huh. That sounds fun. Where, where does this take place? It takes place right outside of Houston, but mm -hmm. um, it, whenever it, it's like a, tradition that a lot of people um in houston but also you know people from outside travel to it and it's also got like a campground where you can stay the night or stay the week or whatever and it only it's uh it only goes on for a few weeks out of the year and then the rest is you know it's just vacant but yeah whenever it's uh whenever it's going on they have to like block streets just to control the flow of traffic and whatnot it's kind of a big deal for those few weeks throughout the year wow but, so i mean is this something that people travel for beyond texas or is this just a texas thing that's that's what i was kind of curious about because whenever i was in high school and i had theater class this uh 
this one speaker was invited who was who was a participant who was an actress as part of that thing and uh, it was considered a it was considered an honor to participate in that event because you had to interact with people as a character and you could not break character whatsoever <laughs> okay. when you were in. Yeah. And, uh, but whenever I was a kid, it was, uh, it was a big deal. And I think it still is a big deal. However, we went a few weeks ago and I must say it's, uh, even the, the quality of the acting at that event is crumbling. Like the, they don't, <laughs> some of them don't even blame Hollywood. <laughs> I don't know if I blame Hollywood or if I can blame American culture in general for like huh. that that mindset where everybody has to have a trophy where they lower yeah. the standards. Oh yeah, yeah. So everything sucks now. Or or well, let me ask you this because I would wonder if you're recreating like um, I don't know if if you're trying to recreate a, a certain point in time. Obviously, the I guess I'll, I'll cut to the chase. Is there social justice warrior bullshit in the presentation? Like, do they try to ins install feminism into their reenactments or do they try to install, I don't know, some sort of like social justice narrative where it doesn't fit? That's, that's what would ruin it to me. Um, there was, they do have like little plays, but uh, you have to, you basically have to get there and you have to get there at a good time to get a good spot in the shade. But we only went there for one day and we got tired of walking around. So we didn't see much of the plays we uh. did get to, we did watch one play though, but it was like supporting violence and it was, uh, well, good. Well, it was kind of <laughs> that sounds very medieval. Yeah. And one of the, one of the characters was from Germany and they kind of made fun of, um, of like, uh, they, they said something like, uh, let's uh, celebrate where he's from. And they all do the Nazi salute. Well, good. All right, cool. They have a sense of humor there. Or they're actual Nazis. Spino's I, listening. Nah. Good. <laughs> I hope he is. Yeah. Well, um, the other one of the other characters was a homosexual from France, too. And they say, they say are you sure he's from France or San Francisco? Ah. Well, that's at least uh, that sounds like the sense of humor has not been stripped of this production. So that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, the characters from that actually had they had decent accents, but uh, whenever I was a kid, the people serving you food and water had the accents. Uh, when we went a few weeks ago, some of them didn't, and um, but oh. whenever, whenever, yeah, they're supposed to have it. They're all supposed to have like the whatever time era that was. They're all supposed. Yeah, to have they're accents. not supposed to break character, even if it's a life and death situation. That's why people go to these things. What? Even in an emergency, like if a tornado I'm just comes joking. or something. I don't like if Hurricane Harvey comes back, they can't break character. No, no reason to break character. <laughs> there, no yeah. fires, nothing. No heart right. attacks. Um, yeah. Any uh, any closing thoughts for me, Stephen? <laughs> uh, that's about it. Uh, they made fun of something like that on South Florida. Oh yeah, they did, didn't they? That that episode where uh, Butters and Cartman have to be like medieval times friends and hang out with each other all day, hmm. right? Yeah. Accountability buddies. Yeah, that one. I, I don't know if that was the same episode. I'd have to rewatch it, but um, they did. I might just be mixing episodes. Yeah. Real quick before we let you go, is uh, like, what's the overall state of Houston these days? Because I haven't seen you know much of a post Harvey update for quite some time. Things looking generally good, or is there still are there still problems lingering, or what's going on? Uh, there's still debris in the fronts of the of some of the houses because they haven't been able to collect the trash. Um, mm -hmm. in, in some of them, but a lot of it's been cleaned up. A lot of people are still, they're staying in hotels because they can't quite move back into their home. Mm -hmm. um, other than that, though, a lot of people are just tr 
trying to get back to normal as soon as possible. Yeah. Well, good. All right. Well, thanks for the update and uh, thanks for calling in. Bye. Mm -hmm. Have a good night. You do. Okay. Do we need a break? Should we take in another caller? Uh, let's take another caller. Okay. Let's get, uh, let's get Stan in here. My face smells like dog mouth. Gross. <laughs> How does a tiny dog smell so terrible? I don't know. My dog doesn't smell very terrible. Stan, you're good to go. Good evening, Glenn. I'd like to uh, welcome you to the post-AOL dial-up internet. I know. Can you believe it? I'm so I mean, relieved. My God, you should have gone to the public library. You would have had better speed than what you had there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was thinking I was going to have to film from my sister's, which is an hour away every Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> And so I, mean, I was really worried that's what I was going to have to do. Which is crazy. I mean, you don't you don't live in some like remote location. You live in downtown Seattle. I know. I live like a number of blocks from Amazon campus. And so I'm on the phone with CenturyLink. I'm like, listen, I can practically see Amazon campus from my apartment. You're going to tell me that they have shit internet over there? Yeah. You're really going to tell me that? And they're like, I'm sorry. You're maxed out. There's nothing we can do. You're maxed out at two megs up. Yeah. 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 It's the yeah, maximum that. for your building. Yeah. <laughs> Well, congratulations. I'm very you, happy to see that. And, you know, now, now we know, you know, the, uh, the problems with the show was not on Matt's internet connection and it was that. Damn well, not post. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it was for a little while, but after the fiber, there's been no problem. Yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Um, Matt, I wanted to, uh, really appreciate your video today. Uh, oh, thanks. Yeah. I, as, as I was watching it and towards the end, when you, uh, you know, you mentioned about the wrong thing, I, I already feel like, the people on the left are starting to eat each other. I mean, oh, yeah. of course, yeah. you know, I'm, I've, I've seen, you know, feminists are getting upset at, you know, trans people or cross dressers because, you <laughs> yeah. know, they're appropriating women's culture. Yeah. And yeah. It's, yeah. It's, oh, my it's favorite like, one from recently is Jimmy Kimmel getting raked over the coals for doing blackface. What yeah. did he do it recently or did no, they go back in time? No, it was like, no, it was it was, it was on his show, the man show. And yeah, he yeah. did, yeah. he did, he did a, an impression of Carl Malone yeah. and talked <laughs> like it, talked like an idiot. My name is Carl Malone. It, it I was, played a basketball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah. So, so is he going to come out and cry this week and apologize for it? This is was like two weeks ago. I think he already did come out and cry. Oh, I'm, my God. I'm sure. Yeah, I didn't hear anything about this. All I heard about was his political rantings. Oh, really? No, it's just satisfying. Like watching all these. And then of course the Hollywood thing, like I saw Matt Damon and George Clooney come out this week and be like, I can't believe the people knew about Harvey Weinstein and didn't say anything. It's like, go get fucked. I, you, you people are the worst. It's just the hypocrisy yeah. for all laid bare for everybody to see. It is amazing. I wake up every morning and I'm like, yeah, Hollywood falling apart. Everybody's hypocrisy. It's amazing. Yes, absolutely. Um, now, the, the, the question I have for, for both of you, I've been thinking about this. If you could have, say, a 30 minute interview with anyone alive. I don't want to do, Ooh. you know, and during this 30 minutes, they can only answer truthfully. They could <laughs> not lie to you. This is a hard who, question. Who, who would you, I, and I mean, the, the immediate thought people, I, I think people would say would be Hillary Clinton, but I, I that feel was like my the, reaction. Yeah. I, I think for the most, but you know, I think after her book, I think she's in general, I don't give a shit mode. And I also think with a lot of the scandals, I think she has so many other people do it. She has enough, deniable you know are we you know are we talking people alive or can they be yeah. like historical figures well if i mean i i if if there's a historical figure that jumps in your head myself i would want 
Linda Sarsour? Oh, uh, I okay. I know my answer actually. Uh, which one? It's only one of the Patterson Gimlin guys that's alive. But those are the two guys who saw the the original Bigfoot in Northern California. Oh. Yeah, I want to know if that was bullshit or not. <laughs> I think course. it's uh. Well, anyway, yeah, that's what I want to know. I want to know what happened with that Bigfoot footage. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say uh, Podesta. Hmm. I could get to the bottom of so many things if he had to answer truthfully. Absolutely. Well, uh, that wait, was, wait, I mean, so wait. Why Linda Sarsour? Well, because I, I think I, there are so many questions you could ask her about homosexual marriage, transgender people that would, you know, incriminate the shit out of her. Just incriminate the shit out of her because when she, when you know, when she's at these events, you know, what she, I have to believe what she's saying does not match up with her Muslim beliefs. Yeah. At all. Yeah. I and and and. You, you know, it's like other people, you know, people like Olbermann, you know, they're dumb enough and they've told, convinced themselves enough that what they're saying in their mind is truthful. Yeah. But you know, she doesn't believe, you know, I just doesn't believe that. And I would just want to bring her yeah, down yeah. to crash and burn. That, yeah. that would uh, be ooh, my honorable own. mention for Debbie Wasserman Schultz, maybe. <laughs> Absolutely. How she could you want to have a conversation with Debbie? I mean, what? come on. How could you want to have a conversation with Debbie, even if the truth came out? You'd have to talk to Debbie. I just want to know price how, too high. how corrupt really they were. Hmm. I, I just want to know the depths of all of this. You could, Podesta and Debbie Wasserman Schultz know. But Hillary Clinton would be everybody's answer to that question. So if we yeah, remove I think, her from I the think equation. They would. Yeah, I, th- I, think they, I think they would too, but... But that was all I had. So you both have a great night. And once well. again, congratulations on the uh, internet in the 2000s, Blonde. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Have a good day, Stan. have the, the most data transfer of anyone around. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Have a good night. Can people in the live chat tell me how much better it actually is, the end product? I mean, I can see what's being sent out on the stream, and you're not having... I mean, the difference is it's stable now. It's stable and clear. It's not like with these weird hiccups and it's not dipping in and out. I'm not uh, freaking out about losing connection at any possible moment. This yeah, is a way yeah. more relaxed. It's a stability thing. It's like at its height, your picture and audio were plenty clear, but they would kind of dip out and get weird at times and it's not doing that. Oh, people are saying it's all, it's much, much better. Good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys. Awesome. All right, uh, let's, keep, let's keep going. Okay, Big Red Doggy's up next. All righty. Big Red, you're good to go. But his mic's muted. So next up's going to be Garrett. I could pull Garrett in if we got to wait a second. No, 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 no. Go for it. No, I unmuted. I unmuted. All right, all right. Um, all right, all right, all right. Uh, well, we we could talk about many things. We can uh, we can talk about how I pissed off a tranny on Twitter. That was kind of funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, we can talk about the whole red pill black controversy if you want. I know we have a question about it Do we? Uh, for later in the show to end the show. What? So okay. I was not aware of that. Yeah. I have a question from emailer Warren who wants us to comment on it. Oh, uh, so okay. we could tackle it now and this would double, this would answer Warren's question. I could read his and you could. No, I want to talk about the or... red pill black thing one, one time. Okay. Well, that's what I'm saying is if we talked about it now, then we don't oh, talk gotcha, about you it later. Mean, gotcha. okay, yeah, but I'll leave it up to Big Red. Do you want to talk about it? Do, how badly do you want to talk about that? Or do you want to talk about something else? Uh, I, I don't care. I'm an open book. We can talk about whatever. I'm, I'm kind of in a whatever mood. I had a 12-hour day. 
All right, tell me about the training. We'll we'll save Red Bull Black for, for last. So um, there is a uh, transgender uh, conservative uh, from England, I, I think is where she's at. Susanna Mraz or whatever her name is. So this is I, like I, a known social media figure? I, I think so. I think I, I, she's kind of a Blair White copy. <laughs> case. A budget Blair. Wants to be. Budget Blair. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, so basically she was arguing over the whole deal about the whole playmate, uh, the transgender oh, playmate yes. going yeah. in the, uh, going in there. And she was saying, Oh, if you, if you, if you don't think this woman is beautiful and if you don't think she should be in playboy, you're just pathetic. And I'm like, well, you realize you're actually just giving the same exact argument Riley Dennis gave with the whole, if you don't like it, you're transphobic thing Yeah. in a way. <laughs> just different context and she said that's so stupid that's such a stupid argument how dare you and all this other stuff i'm like okay yeah fun do you know what every man is thinking when they realize that it's a transgender first of all their first feeling is they feel duped because for a second they thought that that was a hot chick with a vagina Mm -hmm. so they're already pissed (laughs) and then they're thinking how did she hide her penis what what does her penis look like? What is the function of her penis? And then everybody's <laughs> mind just goes to this when they're looking at this picture. Like, where is it? What's happening? I uh, oh. I will never. Blonde and I have a, a high level of trust between each other, <laughs> and so like I, I I will never reveal the true depths of our DMs, and I hope they never leak. <laughs> but I can confirm that there are detailed, well, not detailed, but just back and forths about like. What do, you, what do you think it looks like? Yeah. Like, what do you well, think the hormones do? What like what, what are we talking about when we're no, talking I've about? No, I've gotten pretty deep into some Google image searches as yeah. far as like post HRT. Yeah, yeah. And then of course so, post op. Well, that's what I was talking about. Like, what are we talking? Are we talking like little smoky? Are we talking about well, like the full, the mean, full Oscar Mayer normal hot dog? Is that what, what are we? The little flaccid guys. A little, it's a little shrunken, <laughs> flaccid peen. But I mean, what are you starting with? I mean, I mean. Blonde, I, I think it's fantastic that you just admitted that you look up tranny porn, but you know, I, I, I don't think that's listen, something you want Listen, when I first started hearing about this tranny thing, I was like, I have got to know how the surgery works. I, I just I just was fascinated by it because it's insane to me yeah. that you can have a surgery that literally alters your genitalia to mimic that of yeah. the opposite sex. I, I, I just can't believe it. One of the things I said to you the other day, I said, somehow I ended up on an article about transsexuals, about surgery. I don't even know how. Just peruse in the internet, click you on know things. How. And there, I don't, I, you know, you click things and there you go. And I ended up on this article. Go private mode, dude. You got to go into private mode. <laughs> Nobody uses this computer anyway. But, uh, <laughs> but, but I, I end up on this article and there's a click, there's a link to click to see images of a post-op male to female surgical transition, like gender reassignment. Okay. Like cutting a wound in a guy. And I realized, you know, I've never actually seen that before. So I, I brace myself and I click it. And the first thing I said to you was, you know, I've never considered genitalia to be pretty necessarily, whether male or female, but compared to the artificial, the natural is, is like the Mona Lisa. Okay. Like this is, I mean, it makes the natural look like an art form compared to what the artificial looks like. This is not pretty It's a real hack job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it had stitches in it and everything. It was just, Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, that, that was my fun. That was my very first time. I, uh, really, really pissed somebody off and they never got the arguments. So I think it's blocked. Huh? Did you get blocked? No, I didn't get blocked. Oh, darn. 
I know. I, I, I'm blocked by Steve Shives, but then again, I think everybody is. So. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you have to be blocked by Steve yeah, Shives. Everyone's blocked by Steve Shives. When I first I, signed up for Twitter, I wasn't. But uh, that was a glorious all of two days until I started following people. And then yeah, it yeah. It like, seems to be based on who you follow or who your associates yeah. are. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. Um, yeah, that, that was just kind of interesting on the whole thing. How weird that we got off on uh, discussing genitalia. This is... Uh... Well, the only one that got off here from that is Skag. Well, it's just... It's one of those things that... Uh, I don't know. I think, I think you should... I think people should see it. I, I realize... Why? Like, Why? I realize... Like, I've, Your I average have... person will never be able to get those images out of their head. But, but no. I know, but I realized I had formed opinions on these things without actually having seen it. And uh, I think it's necessary to see Are it you to f- ever going to forget, though? I mean, now that I've seen that, it'll just pop into my head sometimes. And I'm like, oh, I want to get that image out of my mind. There's nothing <laughs> I can do about it now. Don't take other people into it's, your... Um, I mean, look, it's the same reason that I've watched <laughs> ISIS videos or other things. I want to know what I'm dealing with. And yes, I regret watching it after it's done. But now I know what I'm dealing with. <laughs> Does it help well, you I'm... at all? I mean, I guess, yeah. Yeah, because I feel like I have a fuller understanding. I mean, I, I guess, but I mean, I know what a schmeckle looks like. I know what a vajayjay looks like. But so. that's the thing is, it doesn't really look like it. It looks like the vaginas are are pretty good imposters. Like I've seen some post op ones online where this, I'm like, yeah, I mean, I probably wouldn't pick this one. Uh, yeah. Well, I yeah. Your your work. <laughs> if it was in a magazine, I wouldn't pick it out. You got a lot less to work. <laughs> no, no. I probably wouldn't pick it out of a lineup as a male penis. I really need oh, to yeah. finish the rest of that sentence. I just assume that <laughs> it's everybody. It's not the one that. I would <laughs> choose if I were looking at designer <laughs> options. That's not what I meant. <laughs> okay, this has gotten too weird. All right. Oh God. Uh, I'm gonna call oh, it there. But but thank God. you. How um, many people right. are watching this right now? I don't know. Thanks for calling. Yeah. All right. Bye. Thanks, man. Have a good night. We should take a break. Okay. People didn't like my joke. You guys are mean. It's not what my joke? fault. I'm not funny. Wait, what, what was your joke? Um, I don't even remember now. All right, let's let's go through. We do have a few super chats. Um, Warren Heyman said, "Thanks for all the great content." As for the whiners, shut up. Yeah. Thanks. Oh yeah, that was from last time. That was actually left over from Sunday. What? But it's in the Colin show. I know, but it was. I think it happened right when it came, like right when we ended Sunday, and so it oh. it lays over. Never mind, JK. Uh, Gabriel Lopez says the intro was faggy. The intro has been the same the whole time. I get people complaining because they say, you need to update it because Hillary and Harambe aren't relevant anymore. And it's like, yeah, I'll get around to it. Sorry, yeah. I, got, I got things to do, but I will change it eventually. Uh, real you can't say that. How is it just now faggy? It's either been faggy the whole time or you can't say it's just now faggy. Okay, maybe maybe he's saying it's been faggy the whole time. <laughs> okay, fair, fair. Uh, let's see. Real reason said red pill br- black is a fraud. Social autopsy was still running as of two days ago. I mean, there's no. We're definitely going to talk about this. Yeah, um, we'll 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 discuss it at the end. And then Kingsley Obraqua said thoughts on red pill black debacle. Love the show. Nice to see blonde oh, finally off the Super Nintendo connection. Yeah, uh, I guess yeah, everyone we'll talk wants. About this. We probably should have talked about. It. I guess everyone. Well, wants to I hear saw about people it. in the live chat before, like you guys endorsed her. Or you need to be denounce her. Oh, like, oh my god! Like, there's What's a what do you, who got came on the scene, it? and I liked her videos, and that's been pretty much it. Like, we've yeah. never had her on. We've been trying to get her on, but you know. Not, Our personal I'm, relationship is non-existent. Spoiler alert, I'm not a huge fan of the pylon or the purity testing. Yeah. So are there, are there to give a preview of what I'll say later, are there 
questions to ask here? Yes. Is there a pylon and a purity test at play? Yes. And yeah. I, I think we're in a community of piranhas who they, oh, there's blood in the water. I got to go chew somebody up to make myself look yeah, really definitely. good. Because it was yeah. like the Tree of Logic did her video um, and she was the first person. So, you know, that's cool, whatever. And then after that, it was like 10 other people immediately came out and yeah. did a video. And, you know, all the videos were the same. It was everybody just piling on about social autopsy. And then after I watched her response, I found myself satisfied with her response but then i watched the computing forever video and i was once again skeptical so i'm kind of oscillated yeah. but i'm also not gonna you know if i have questions about this which i do you know i'll i'll ask her but i'm not gonna eviscerate her publicly because of this yeah we'll really we'll save the details till the end i think we're somewhere in agreement which is it's not way off base to to have questions or criticism but let's right. wait for substantiated evidence and let's let a person, let's listen to a person defend herself against accusations. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just the piling on. I, I don't like it. Um, Tendies for breakfast said, uh, <laughs> I like that. I'm not saying we ethnically can cleanse California, but we should just build the Trump trebu trebuchet and start flinging Californians at the wall for science. <laughs> so bad. I don't know what that is. Is that like a catapult, a form of a catapult? What are we talking Probably. about? Probably. I'm unfamiliar with this. Uh, let me Google it really quick. Um, then Evan Thompson said, what are your thoughts on the Clinton-Obama deal to send uranium to Russia and the new deals that were uncovered this week? Um, we were just talking about this before the show. So I hope that this supposed uh, informant that, that they've been discussing on Tucker Carlson, that they actually can get this gag order lifted or they subpoena him. I'm dying to know the details about this. Everybody's acting like this is going to be the next big thing, but we felt this way about WikiLeaks, about all sorts of stuff with Hillary Clinton. It's never brought them down. I just don't think that people genuinely care very much. I mean, I care. People on the right care. But, I mean, people on the left aren't going to be confronted with this information and change their mind, I don't think. Yeah, and I don't I don't know that it has a ton of consequence unless there are legal implications, unless she's right. actually facing charges. Mm -hmm. Then there then it's important. But if it's just more Hillary looks shady stuff, well yeah, Hillary looks shady in Chappaqua every day, and that's kind of the status quo. It is trebuchet, it's a catapult. Hmm. Huh. Okay, sorry. Um and then last one for right now, Yoda Economics. I called to install CenturyLink at the place I'm moving and the download speed is faster on my phone's hotspot over yeah. CenturyLink's best. Yeah. <laughs> and that's funny because Matt and I we, were actually testing some things with my hotspot. We contemplated using your phone as a hotspot as an alternative and yep. it, di it didn't work. As, you know, It just wasn't a quality signal. It wasn't a stable signal. Yeah, CenturyLink, uh, it's really disappointing. You know, I would have been able to hash this out months ago if they didn't just lie to my face about <laughs> you know, their competitors. Um, okay, that's good for now. Okay, let's uh, let's. Who's up next? Um, Garrett is up next. Garrett, you're or, oh, whoops, that was gravity. My bad. I, I saw a G and I just pulled it in. <laughs> Here we go, Garrett. You're good to go. Hello. What's up, man? It's funny because I was actually going to ask you guys about the whole uh, debacle initially, but you talking about red pill black? Red pill black. Sorry. If you have thoughts you want to offer on it, by all means, I'll probably just hold off a little bit until the end, you know, because I don't want to repeat myself a million times. But if you have thoughts that you want to share on it, by all means. Get your stance on it, but you've already kind of summed up my own thoughts on it uh, right now, and um, I'll just let you uh, do your thing at the end. Well, I'll say it's like, yeah, like I'm saying pretty much in the same boat as you, and I think Roman Millennial, I think I have the same agreement there about the whole thing yeah if i'm ever like 
at an ideological crossroads, I can always look to Matt and Roaming Millennial and see what they're doing and just act accordingly. And Roaming Millennial was like, I'm going to hold off and wait for more information. As always, doing the right thing. She's the best. So um, instead, I guess I'll discuss the uh, topic I was going to discuss uh, last time, but you took last week off, so I have to wait a bit. <laughs> Jeez, you trying to make me feel bad? <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, you, you just lazed around. You didn't. <laughs> you didn't do the show. I'm just happy kidding. belated birthday. Well, thanks. <laughs> um, no. Anyway, so uh, I know you've heard about the current season of American Horror Story, like occasionally. A little bit. Yeah. yeah all I know I is that there's like a Trump, lo- a Trump element to the story. I've never watched the show, so I I've followed the it. show pretty much since season one. So I guess you call me a quote unquote devoted fan. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna sit here and defend it as you know quality TV. It's pleasures and this current season has been like my ultimate guilty pleasure cringe of the year it's just wonderfully terrible is that a common opinion or is it is it like popular in the left-wing crowd like the anti-trump crowd uh it's hard to say because um the reason why i think i'm enjoying this current season so much is because it's taking shots at both sides so this was strictly like okay oh trump sucks and you know all republicans are nazis then i probably would be like okay this is too much but they are pretty much tearing each. I can sit back and enjoy it, but I want yeah, to. If that's discuss... true, if that's true, that bugs me a lot less. You know, e- equal opportunity ripping is not necessarily <laughs> annoying to me. Yeah. To discuss it because last week uh, the the dreaded Lena Dunham episode aired. Oh, oh really? What happened? She did a flashback where she played probably her dream role. She played uh, Valerie Solinius. I think that's her name. I don't know who you know that is. No. This radical feminist in the 1960s who shot Andy Warhol. Hmm. And News to me. And into this whole, whole flashback sequence about this woman, American Horror Story style, where you basically have scenes where Lena Dunham is lecturing to like the, her own little diversity, man-hating group about the evils of man and you know how she creates this group called Scum, which is an anagram for you know women mutilate men or something like that and she has like these two emasculated tagalons who themselves as turds and it's just what it's, it's honestly quite amazing you have to see wait to this was it. the mo- this does sound horrifying this was the most recent ep- I, I have to see it now i have to see huh. it this is the most recent last- episode of american horror Horror Story. is that what you're telling me it was last week's episode the title is valerie Salinas died for your sins scumbag oh my god okay do I have to do I have to watch the rest? Do I have to be familiar with American Horror Story to just watch that episode and understand what's going on? Like, could I watch it and just for the cringe and sort of get it? Or do I have I mean, to? It's a really I mean, there's hints at the overarching story, but it's pretty much a filler episode. Like you could pretty much skip it. Hmm. And, I'm not talking about I don't. I enjoy cringe, <laughs> but I'm not. Lena Dunham is not. That's no, I'm not. It's too, it's just too much cringe. Yeah. I saw, uh, who was it? It was, um, Sean Libertive was sharing some stuff on Twitter. It was, uh, you know, that famous image of like Lena Dunham in New York in her like aerobics yeah. outfit. The blue walking one. Around. Yeah. Yeah. The blue one where she's got that muffin top hanging out. <laughs> and it was a picture of like an exploded, uh, can of like Pillsbury biscuits. Cinnamon rolls or something. Yeah. Like yeah. That. With like all the dough kind yeah, of yeah. hanging out over oh, the Oh yeah. Yeah. Label. And then he said who wore it better. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
so yeah, I mean, Lena Dunham, uh, I almost said Hillary. Lena Dunham totally looks like a burst can of Pillsbury biscuits. Yeah. Probably one of the weirdest, the weirdest thing to do is that they go on to, uh, like they do this whole thing where it turns out in the, according to the show's history that she and her followers were the Zodiac killer. Like she organized the whole thing. It's just, (laughs) it's bizarre. Yeah. uh, It's a marvel to me that she keeps appearing on screens for some reason and people keep watching it for other reasons. I don't know. I don't understand. I don't understand Lena Dunham. I don't understand how she's a cultural icon. I don't get it, but she's made far more money than I probably ever will. So she's STDs don't kill you anymore. (laughs) Does she actually have an STD? Is that confirmed or are you just speculating? I I don't know. Probably. Hmm. It doesn't matter. I mean, syphilis would have taken care of this. Like in the early 19th. (laughs) Everything was better back in the day, (laughs) back before modern medicine and only the truly fit survived. (laughs) All right, Garrett. Uh, any closing thoughts for me before you take off? I don't know if you're ever curious. You guys check the episode out for some uh, top tier cringe. <laughs> Maybe. Speaking we of top tier cringe, some people sent me some solid entries this week. Oh, really? I, they might be too. I haven't decided. We don't want to demoralize our audience, okay? Well, Sundays. So Sunday's show is going to be silly at some level because we'll be in costume, obviously. So I plan for it to be just sort of a stupid show with a lot of weird shit in it since it's a Halloween show and it's not, we can't sit here and discuss serious things in the ridiculous costumes that we're going to be wearing. There are pretty ridiculous. <laughs> so I I'm excited to see what you're going to be wearing. Yeah. I, uh, I think it's, I, I know what, I know what blonde is dressing as, but I've not seen what it looks like. So, uh, <laughs> uh, let me put it this way. If you actually achieve making it sexy, I will be very impressed. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I can. The picture of you like frozen in place. <laughs> yeah, really. Oh yeah, may, yeah, maybe it's not it's, as uh... bad as as trying to achieve sexiness last Halloween though. No, that was fun. I mean, everybody did. T- people who didn't see last year's told us you need to dress as each other, and it's like we did that. We, we did that. That was the first was thing the we first did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, Garrett. We'll let you go. Have a good night. Bye. We should do some super chats. Hold oh on. boy. Okay. Yeah. We should be fine, I guess. Wait, what? Well, I was just looking at the list of callers and it's, you know, it's it's lengthy, but okay. uh let's just blow through these like, sure. five of them. Uh dangerous spaces. The left began to eat itself, which made it morbidly obese. It then had <laughs> to invent the body positivity movement. Everything fits except their clothes. But I'm changing. That's pretty funny. That yeah. Uh oh, hold on. I'm not ready, but I <laughs> we did we deliver them where they're earned. Here we go. Well done. Uh, thank you for that. James Unger said Astros one, Dodgers zero, top of the five. That is uh, the status, current status of, well, I don't know if it's current. It might be old, but uh, recent status of World <laughs> Series game two, which I know you care a lot about. Yeah, I'm, I, I super do care. Uh, BB <laughs> gave us $10. Thank you very much. And said, sorry for the small amount supporting other channels like yours. It's okay, BB. You do not been, ever apologize. Never apologize for- us. You have been super generous. Thank you so much. For thank that you, baby. Um, Chicago conservative said new fake hate letter in Chicago. Check it out. Oh, okay. Well, send it to, send it to my uh, inbox, Matthew L. Yeah. Christensen at gmail.com or just tweet it at me and I'll take a look. Although spoiler alert, we already have confirmed hoax hate for Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, surprising yeah. to nobody. Yeah. Um, Evan Thompson said trebuchets use weight at the end to fling the arm catapults use tension that release to fling ah. the object. Ah, thank you for the see. engineering and, um, and physics explanation. Yes. Yes. We probably should have known that, but didn't. 
Uh, Lee Wilson said, Blonde, you broke my heart when I saw on Twitter that you're quitting your channel. Won't you consider going part-time? Um, this is uh, not until next summer, but I have told my fiance that when we get married and when I find out that I am pregnant, which is hopefully going to be the summer, that I will no longer make new videos. And so I probably gonna, will take my, my channel down. You're going to do it um, at conception. Uh, when I find out that I'm pregnant. I was thinking- Life begins at conception, <laughs> Blonde's channel ends at conception. Exactly, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I want to have like a stress-free pregnancy. I don't want to be like, yeah. oh, did Vox write a hit piece on me and then be up all night and worrying and doing interviews? None of this seems like a healthy way to go into a pregnancy. So, yeah, so hopefully that'll be next summer. Um, but I'll still be doing this show as long as Skag will have me. So. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it offline. <laughs> and then that's all for now, right? Okay. <laughs> uh, Jung Ho. Jung Ho. Jung Ho. Jung Ho, welcome. Jung Ho's mic is muted. Let's let Jung Ho hang out for a second. I was going to go with Young Ho, though. Hey, can you hear me? Oh, yeah, there you go. I know it's Jung Ho, but okay. I like Young Ho better. That's fine. I don't really mind. <laughs> What's on your mind? Give me one sec to, to mute the uh, other. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. I'm watching the YouTube stream, and it's about 45 seconds behind. I was surprised. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so there's one thing I, I want to, it's not really controversial, but sort of interesting because I, I can't figure out where I fall on it. But have you heard about this this bit with raising the um, entrance fees for national parks? I was reading about that today because that's very relevant to my life. And uh, one of the one of the parks under consideration is Yellowstone, which is, uh, you know, right yeah. here in my neck of the woods. So it, my, my gut reaction is to be like, man, that sucks. But uh if you've been to Yellowstone recently, it's it's god awful because there's so many freaking people there. It is, yeah. You you a weekend in the summer is almost unmanageable. Like it's a Seriously? traffic jam. It's oh yeah, it's like an urban yeah. traffic jam. And uh, part of the problem is it's so many buses, so many buses, so many people. Um, now I don't obviously when I go to Yellowstone, my goal is to like get off the road and off the beaten path as soon as possible. The problem is access to the non beaten path itself is is very time consuming. It takes a lot of time to travel. 20, 30 miles on the roads there because they're just jam-packed with people. And despite the signs, people still stop to see like a deer on the side of the road or an elk, <laughs> you know? And it's like, guys, there's a ton of wildlife on the infinite trails throughout the park. Just park somewhere and take a walk. Don't park on the road. That's for getting to places. Uh, but so what you're describing is, I think it's how many parks did they say? National Park Service is considering 17 Raising the rates at 17, which would be what up to, I think they said potentially $70 a day Ooh. Yeah, per, per vehicle, per vehicle or per, per vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I mean, if you're somebody who does it frequently, I'm sure you can still get sort of the, uh, the parks pass. Yeah. I, like I buy an annual pass, obviously. Yeah. So, but it's, but I've, I've paid in the past. It was 50. I think the last time I bought it was 60 and mine is just expiring now. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure what it is now. It might be like 70 annually now. So not really a big change for if, if you plan to visit a couple of them in a year. Well, and the it, one that I buy is just Yellowstone, but but I think the, oh, really? oh, the okay. pass to every park, national park, I think is 80 bucks. Oh, really? Here's, I have, Wait, okay. per day? No, no, per no, year. Like year. if you want an annual pass to every national park oh, oh. in the country, 80 bucks a year, which is not very much money. And they're talking about charging $70 a day just for Yellowstone? Well, well here's the problem. In, yeah. pl- in parks like Yellowstone, it's borderline unmanageable. Like you, ha- you, can't, they, you can't have more people in the park without 
having serious impact on the ecology there. And I'm amazed that Yellowstone, which is the park that I frequent, it remains as pristine as it is with how many fools and their families are driving through there on a yeah. daily basis from June through Labor you know, from Memorial Day to Labor Day, that place is packed. Now, I... I'll, Here's my xenophobic solution to the problem. When I go in there, there's a lot of foreign tourists, a lot, like a lot of buses from Japan and stuff. It seems to me if you, if you have to cut down, that's the place to start cutting. Yeah. Like maybe you have a lottery for foreign visitors or you have something like- Or just I'm, have a no Japanese rule. <laughs> no, I'm just saying if you got to cut people out, I'm more in favor of restricting foreign access and keeping it affordable for American citizens than just hiking up the price for everybody and pricing Agreed. out low and middle income Americans. Mm-hmm. Well, there, Yellowstone's a treasure. For, if you jack up the prices, that'll help you expand your infrastructure a little bit, right? So yeah, well, Yellowstone example because you got all these single lane roads. You get one lazy buffalo, and and the whole thing shuts down. Yeah, I've been in. I've been uh, earlier this summer. We got in like a half hour buffalo jam. It was crazy, um, and it was we were in line a line of cars for like forever. Uh, you know what? You know what Yellowstone really needs, but it's just too much money. Yellowstone needs like a Jurassic Park style, uh, like tram <laughs> system, and that would be great. That that would be awesome. That's like a real futuristic solution, and it would be minimally invasive for the wildlife there too. And you'd really cut down. I mean, obviously, there's wildlife that's hit. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, there are traffic accidents frequently because people are gawking at things when they're driving around. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Something has to be done. We have to somehow there's going to have to be restricted access. And I, I hadn't thought about the idea of sort of separating it, delineating it by citizenship. You know, if you're in the US, then, then you get in maybe to same cost and, and jack it up for foreign tourists. Oh, I think you have but, to. And to me, I know people don't uh, people push back on that, but it's like this is an um, this is an American, an American national park. park. Yeah. If people yes. have to be cut out, let's start with non-Americans. Non-Americans. Seriously, honest, why do we have to have this discussion? This seems yeah. self-evident. Jacking it up to like 70 bucks a vehicle, I, I honestly don't think is going to make that much of a difference in terms of how many people go. So the the only real difference there is that they they make more money to support the parks themselves than it Sort of yeah. one of the things that bugs me to no end that when we have one of these government shutdowns, the national parks are, are one of those things that close because it's sort of minimal cost and biggest bang for your buck in terms of yeah, and that's you know, the, what people get out of it. If there's any pushback, you know, as my political worldview has evolved and my view of government is smaller than it used to be, mm-hmm. uh, or the appropriate role of government as I see it being smaller than it used to be, there's any pushback on something that the federal government especially has done quite well, I would offer up the national parks as an example. Like Yellowstone is a pristine, ecologically intact national treasure. And I don't know what it would be like if it were privatized and and the whole shoreline of of Yellowstone Lake was full of, of, I don't know, mansions and condos like Lake Tahoe or something. That's not a shot at Lake Tahoe because I like Lake Tahoe. It's very nice. I'd have property there if I could afford it. It'd be great. But there's something about Yellowstone being a timeless, ecologically intact place that I don't know. I mean, there's maybe an argument that that could have happened through private enterprise. I don't know. But it certainly has worked out well with government running it, at least so far. Well, if you yeah. imagine like how popular it is now, you, that, that kind of goes to show that if they did privatize it, I mean, they could make tons and tons of money off of it. Yeah. So 
you have that driver. I, I don't think you're going to the ecologically ecologically intact isn't a big draw for a lot of people that they were going to sort of nature resort style places. Oh yeah. Are you saying isn't a big draw? Yeah. I mean like the national parks, a lot of people visit that, but if, if you privatize it, I, I think you're going to have a lot more of the resort style attendees. Right. And less of the, but that, that's the draw of Yellowstone. It is, it, it's the, it's the in, it's the intact nature of the geological anomalies there, all the hot springs, all the crazy stuff. It's the intact nature of the ecology in, in terms of the wildlife. Like that is a place where you can see wild buffalo roaming, wild wolf packs hunting them, grizzly bears, all of it. All these species that don't exist in other portions of the country. It's the American Serengeti, man. It's so cool. And I, I, I don't think the draw to Yellowstone would exist if it weren't for that ecology being intact frankly i don't i mean the landscape is cool but it's not that unique in fact i think there are way cooler mountains and landscapes in montana generally than in yellowstone but what's cool about yellowstone is it is it is it perfectly naturally intact yeah but before you go praising the federal government too much you have to think that this is a preservation project which is much more which it's it's less difficult than like uh creating something yeah yeah for sure yeah. I, I, it's I a tiny drop in the budget, right? It's something they've done, but it's it's a tiny, tiny piece of the overall set yeah. of federal responsibilities. Um, anyway, I'm just, I, I have this image right now of someone figuring out how to take some of these sort of mud pot type things in Yellowstone and turn it into like a day spa. <laughs> well, idiots die in Yellowstone a few every year from falling into those things. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, there are some springs there. There's the Boiling River right outside of Yellowstone, which is very cool. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a thermal portion of the, I guess it's the Gardner River, I assume. Um, anyway, there, there's certain spots where you can get in, and it's there are plenty of hot springs that you can get in safely. Plenty of them in Yellowstone are not. No, they'll not only are they off. <laughs> not only are they very hot, they're highly acidic uh -huh. they're more acidic than battery acid and, yeah yeah so you know read read the signs carefully there <laughs> you go all right any i could talk about this stuff for like forever obviously but i you know it's not the greatest um it's not i'm sure the audience <laughs> yeah. is not yeah. necessarily captivated by it but i i appreciate your thoughts on it yeah they're talking shit yeah. on us. okay guys yeah. gosh. thanks for having me <laughs> <laughs> thanks Bye. i'm 100 percent gay for yellowstone leave me alone let's go <laughs> That's why I, one of the reasons I ain't never leaving here. It's it's cool stuff. Oh, um, that's sweet. Constantine's up next. Mr. Constantine. Yes. What's going hey on? So I was actually thinking on this. Are either of you familiar with uh, Jamal Abdel Nasser? No, never heard the name. I don't think. He was the second president of Egypt. Uh, he helped lead the revolution against the British-backed king in 1952, stayed in power until his death in uh, 1970. Mm -hmm. Now, um, it, this brings to the broader question of Islam and westernization, and can they function as a modern society? What I find interesting is, in a 1953 press conference, he openly laughed on national television, on national the idea of a hijab law. What did you... I'm sorry, you're breaking up. So he, a what he, law? A hijab law? Oh, okay. A, a law, so a law forcing the wearing of it. He laughed at that. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, he openly laughed at it on national television. Okay. And then another example would be um, Mohammed Mosaddegh, who was prime overthrown by a CIA coup in 1953, which put the Shah in power, which led to the Islamic Revolution in '79. But yeah, under both these examples, 
both of them led relatively westernized countries, although they had authoritarian regimes. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking they can westernize. It's just the fact that um, year decades of, of propping up the Muslim Brotherhood, Al Qaeda, terrorist groups, extremists has led to aggression in Islam, whereas they were previously moving forward, despite still having the authoritarian streak, they still had some semblance of Western values. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm still skeptical about the ability of Muslims to truly Westernize because of the nature of their doctrine and prophet. I mean, Christians are just coming from an inherently less extreme place. Well, what, uh, so I guess you mentioned the Muslim, but I, I, I'm not familiar with how a lot, a lot of this stuff developed politically, but in your estimation, Constantine, what is the factor that reversed that sort of, uh, I don't know, that progress, if you want to put it that way, or those liberal attitudes towards at least people should be able to wear what they want. Like what, what reversed that, what stopped it, what sent it in that, what sent it backwards to that fundamentalist direction? The nature of the Cold War was the Soviet Union liked to back Arab nationalists who didn't really care about religion. For example, uh, Hafez al-Assad, Bashar al-Assad's father, who came to power in 71, he brought he came into power through a Christian coalition. He had them in northern Syria back him. People like Saddam Hussein weren't too religious extremists, whereas the U.S. would back the Islamists and uh, the jihadis and the Salafists. And I think that's what led to a lot of their aggression is basically the Cold War. Hmm. Okay. I, <laughs> I'm not trying to leave you hanging. I just, I, <laughs> I, I'm, you know, this is stuff that's way outside my wheelhouse. So I just kind of nod and go, I see. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something deeply principle. profound. Yeah. No. Well, you, yeah, you pegged me incorrectly. <laughs> that they need an iron fist and I'd rather have like the nationalistic, uh, Iron Fist, to like, for example, yeah. Fez al-Assad massacred the Muslim Brotherhood. Maybe brutal, but I feel like it was necessary in 71. And then there's the question of would democracy truly work in a society that craves authoritarianism? I mean, that's right. a legitimate question. I mean, it, 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 you wish you could flash back like, I don't know, 10 years ago, 15, I guess 15 years ago. And we, it just seems so crazy retrospectively to think that we're going to go into a place like Iraq. Yeah. Or, or even Afghanistan and be like, yeah, once we tell them about a democratic system, they'll be like, oh, it's okay, cool. Let's do that. It, uh, there's (laughs) something about it. (laughs) There's something about that culture. I think even to the layman observer like myself or anyone here, it is a culture that says yes, please to authoritarian rule. And I don't know. I don't know that you can reverse that tendency. I don't know that you can well, make I, them I not like it. Can because it, it harkens back to the nature of their religion. I mean, yeah. I've said it before. Muhammad was a warmongering tyrant. When you have a prophet like that and your entire religion is based on it, then it's going to be manifested in your culture. Yeah. Well, my theory is you need some of these brute strong men like, like Assad and Saddam to you know, basically massacre the population line, as bad as that may sound. And they kept shit in order, man. They knew they knew how to deal with Muslim extremists. And that was with brute murderous force. And that's the only way. And that's something that Western that the West doesn't really understand. Hmm. Maybe they do at this point. All right. Any uh, closing thoughts for me, Mr. Constantine? Well, I, I, my, my basic theory is, is, um, for example, as I mentioned Mogadesh was actually, he was a democratically elected prime minister. 
I think the Middle East is a lost cause. The U.S. should just withdraw from it. We can get oil from other places. We have our own oil. There's alternative energy. And I think overall, if we let them work themselves out, there'll be marginal improvements like with people like Baathism, which is like basically Arab national socialism, which it seems to work for them and keep them stable. So I, I say we just let things play out and hope, hope for the best. Yeah. Agreed. They got to fight somebody. Let them fight themselves. For a <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that's, you get to that classic debate of, of isolationism and interventionism and, and what's the appropriate response. And I think I go back and forth depending on the day thinking about these things. Because on the one hand, I don't think there's any visible end to some of, to some of these seemingly endless wars in the Middle East. And on the other hand, I don't want political Islam to fester globally to the point that it is an existential, you could argue maybe it is an existential threat to the U.S. already, but certainly if it were to grow and expand its influence and you had ISIS with tons of territory, for example, especially as they, as, as uh, Islamic migrants expand into Europe and stuff, I don't want to face like a cold war with a with an Islamic state in the other side of the world. So, I'm worried about them getting hold of the you know British and French nukes at this point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so let let I, I don't know. To your point, let them fight each other for a while. That's fine. I'm okay yeah, with that. <laughs> they'll keep they'll each other under control. Fine. <laughs> yeah, we'll just keep an eye on it. But you know, they can kill each other for a bit. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, thanks, thanks man. Okay, uh, keep going. Take a break. Yes, we can take a take a wee break. It's Jay Fry up next, so you might want to uh, you know, prolong Jesus that. Uh, Stephen Kiley gave us some money. no note. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, Damoth said, smart move, blonde. A lot of research. Thank you, Swedish administration data, show the significant negative downstream impact of uh, prenatal stress hormones. Yes, I was actually hmm. reading studies about this, and it's really bad for you. It's really bad for your pregnancy. So um, thank you for that, reaffirming my already made decision. Stephen Suarez stop said. Reading, stop reading mean comments. Then you don't have those stress hormones. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I can't help it. I don't. I don't know how you go through your entire YouTube career and don't read your your comments. It's remarkable. Because I figure that people that really want to talk to me will tweet me or email me, and they do. I I still can't do it to date. I still read like every one of my. Because those people hate you. They do. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, Stephen Suarez says, "Blonde, you travel. Are prices for treasures in Europe jacked up? What does he mean, treasures? Were we talking about treasure? Let's read it one more time." Blonde, you travel. Are prices for treasures in Europe jacked up? Oh, uh, I don't know. Actually, that's. Did we say anything about treasure, buried treasure? Or maybe it's maybe national it's a. Uh, Do we call a, somebody a, a missed, national treasure? Maybe it's a typo. I'm sorry, Stephen. We're too dumb. Well, to figure he, out he's situation. asking about like costs of traveling to Europe. Did you think? I mean, you've done that a couple times recently. Oh no, right? I thought it would it was probably cheaper because uh, people are. Uh, not being the kinds of cultural tourists they used to be because they're scared to go to Paris. Yeah, I ain't going on a vacation to Paris. Yeah. You and your fiance are crazy. I heard that Chinese tourism is way down. Chinese tourism to Europe? To Europe is way down, yeah. Hmm. Um, so no, I actually thought that things were pretty reasonable. Like I did my whole trip, which was two and a half weeks, including the flight and the stay for like 1800 bucks. Wow, that's that's way more affordable than I would have thought. And we thought. stayed in nice areas and everything yeah. like that, so. Uh, and then Chicago conservative said, Matt, it's cool to be gay for Yellowstone. Anyone who has spent a significant amount of time there is gay for it, myself included. Well, good. Aww. I'm glad to hear that. I, I really do think, whoops, hitting buttons on my keyboard. Uh, if people have the chance to visit it, 
definitely do. It's way cooler yeah. than like Mount Rushmore or Devil's Tower or any of these other things that are out in the West. I, I haven't spent a lot of time in Colorado. Maybe Colorado's cool. I don't know. All I'm saying <laughs> is you, it, Yellowstone is basically America's only intact ecosystem. If you want to see America as it was before human intervention, if that's interesting to you, that's the place to go. Oh, he's so fired up. Um, it's we're good so for cool. Now. Yeah. I, we were there on Saturday. My, my girlfriend and I went down on Saturday to see the new overlook on the Grand Prismatic Spring. It was very fun. Um, and it was, it's already snowing. You know, it's already cold God, and snowy. Really? The, the road shut down next week, after next weekend. Jeez. So it's almost closed for season, at least to vehicle traffic. Anyway, I know everyone's dying to hear more of my Yellowstone podcast, which, by the way, I subscribe to Yellowstone National Park's podcast. It's called Telemetry, and you can hear stories about <laughs> the park. It's, it's good. They have that. They talk in the NPR voice, which is very soft, and they talk about tracking wolves and finding cougars. <laughs> yeah, that sort of stuff. Uh, okay, uh, it's Jay Fry time. What do you want? Oh, Hello. is he not? Oh, there we go. Jay Fry. Jay. What's up? Oh, okay. What, uh, what, 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 what do you want to talk about? I, I was asked to call in. I did. I didn't. Uh... Oh no, I told you to call in, but I didn't have anything to talk to you about. <laughs> oh, so this is something you guys arranged. He was bitching about something and I wanted to get him off my case. And then I told him to call in. That's how I remember it. But I don't remember what any of the things were. Why did I tell oh. you to call in, Jay Fry? I have no idea. But oh. uh, um, Stan will know. We were talking about something and he was chiming in as well. But um, you skipped protein bar. Um, for some reason, he's not orange again. Uh, he had to oh, I can, his... I can mark him now. Yeah. Uh, hey, protein bar, if you're listening, though, that probably if you leave the server, that might be why that happened. So don't don't manually leave the server. That goes for all patrons. Don't manually leave the server. But yeah, I'll get I'll get him next. All right. Uh, so how how are you guys doing? <laughs> uh, you you want to speaking? Okay, Jay Jay and I can bond on this. If there is a place to find Bigfoot in the U.S., Yellowstone. What is wrong with two <laughs> things? You're talking about two things that nobody cares about: Bigfoot and Yellowstone. That's no. They are two of the most fascinating things <laughs> possible to discuss. Whatever. Yeah. You don't have anything to say. Come on. Jay Fry. No, I uh, I don't. Well, you guys are already going to be talking about. Uh, um, Everybody just wants to talk about Red Pill Black. Well, if you got and, thoughts, if you want to throw in your two cents, go for it. Yeah. All my two cents are aimed at that bass mouth bitch friend of blondes who has started all this bullshit in the first place. Oh, jeez. Dude, I, I love Tree of Logic. She's she's my buddy. She's my buddy. I can't take anybody to be smirching Tree of Logic, Jay Fry. Well, I mean, you start a war, you kind of invite a little pushback too. I mean, yeah, but this has nothing to do with me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I generally speaking, everybody involved, like I'm friendly with, and I believe has mostly good intentions, and so I'm not looking to start a war with anybody, red pill, black included. Yeah. Um, I do think there's kind of vices to go around, or or uh, potential mistakes to go around, but I, I'm not throwing anyone out under the bus over this. My viewpoint, because I'm uh, 
good friends with uh, a a few black conservatives, not uh, Tree of Logic, because she's <laughs> oh god, punch her in the. Jeez, uh, god. these are the views of Jay Fry, not necessarily the views of the podcast. Hates Tree of Logic that much. What's wrong with you, bro? I do. She is a conservative talking point spouting tar parrot. Tar parrot. Like Jeez, whoa! I don't even. Is that a racial slur? Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Keep going. Black conservatives who get um, Keep who going. have their 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 views. Um, it's it's a small, a very small minority, and and they get you know biggest Mikey does does games and movies, and he's called a coon and an Uncle Tom and every other name under the sun, and he and he he barely gets into the political sphere as yeah. as a commentator. He's just a black guy who doesn't give a shit about skin color, like everybody should. But when when it's Mikey, everyone sees him as the black guy. So when Candace, who was a overly sensitive SJW libtard, turns from the left to the right, she brings all her same baggage with her. She's now a overly sensitive conservatard. I don't like oh, this boy. though because we all came from the left, and everybody's had some kind of awakening of sorts. Like, how many of us started off as true conservatives? I started out as an anarchist and I, I went to the, the right. But that's people drift right as they acquire more information throughout their lives and get older. So when people change their uh, their worldview, I, like I did, I can't be like, oh, you're inauthentic. It just opens me up for so much scrutiny and it's clearly hypocritical. Yeah, but I'm saying like these people did come from the left. So she still has this. It's not a doxing website to her. It's holding people responsible for what they say I yeah but she shut it down i mean she took it offline today amj yeah that's another thing like oh well you, you shut it down but you didn't shut it down like i've got a dating profile from 2003 <laughs> that my wife found once like like oh yeah. i shut that down a long time ago i just didn't delete it so yeah, yeah. you don't fucking delete everything you 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 stop caring about but yeah. you should well, it's, it sounds like we're kind of on the that. same page. I'm sort of surprised. I thought you might be more, um, I don't know. I guess I would have predicted you might have ripped uh, Red Pill Black a bit more. No, I'm, I'm Annie Cowardice and and being anonymous online, except for like my buddy Face Palm Reality, I mean, friend of the show. <laughs> he um, he can go to jail for, for some of the videos he puts up. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so, why yeah. he's got it. So, we have to bring him in as a refugee. Yeah, excluding some of those things, but like like that particular instance. But in America, you know, Matt, you and I, you know, yeah. Packers, Jason Fry, those are our names. Those are real people. We're out yeah. there. Then we got the <clears throat> blonde. Cow- Rebecca, uh, 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 shut everybody! Shut your <laughs> shut 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 it. What is it again? It's a. I got. But uh, you know, she she's still she's she's giving her point of view. But she's not being uh, usually not being a con about it. So the, it's the people who are hiding behind the the fake avatars and are shouting like coon and and all sorts of insults yeah, and yeah. invectives. Yeah, but these- that's the nature of the internet. This is where I have a problem with this. When you say something anonymously online, you're operating by a certain set of online rules that does to some degree protect your anonymity. Then when you change the rules later, that's what I don't like and retroactively change the rules. And, and then and this thing about social autopsy that upsets me, the, I, you know, I'm not even, this is not really an indictment of Candace or anything, but she said that she wanted this to help change the way that children viewed their behavior on the internet. And that sounds 
like a real indoctrination to me. And this is also something that's clearly going to be misused. Hmm. It is. It is. But kids do need to learn that the internet is permanent. Well, yeah, but from whom would be the question too? I mean, is it, is it the role of social autopsy to teach that or is it the role of each individual parent? Well, I grew up prior to the internet. So when I call somebody a bag of dicks, (laughs) yeah, when you're tweeting out that picture of bag of dick, a bag of what dick flavored chips or whatever it is that you send lips, uh, LA's bag of dick flavored. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I'm conflicted about this because I guess I'm also, I don't like people acting like they have no private discussion history that could ruin their life. Everybody has one. Everybody yeah, yeah. has said something to somebody that if it got out, it would destroy them. And so I don't like this precedent. And I don't like the people saying like, oh, you should be accountable for all the things you've ever said. It's like, do you even know all the things you've ever said? Have you ever been drunk before? Like, I just <laughs> don't believe that you can really take accountability for these millions of words you've said in your life, especially when you're a child. Yeah. I said some dumb shit as a kid, for sure. Me too. I said some <laughs> dumb shit this week. Yeah. Well, yeah, join the club. Yeah. Uh, all right. We got to keep it moving. Any closing thoughts from you, sir? Um. Uh, no. I, I, Steph didn't come on today. Unstoppable oh, yeah. We didn't here. hear. Yeah, we didn't hear from Steph, so oh, you don't have any. Yoda Economic can suck a dick. There we go. Oh, okay. Well, we got him coming over in a little bit, so oh, we'll geez. allow him to rebut. Good, good. Oh, you're good. a monster. Have a good day, dear Fry. <laughs> Take Catch you next time. Bye, ladies. Oh, geez. You can always taking shots. I know. Okay. Uh, we we definitely got a chunk of callers to get through. So you want to keep going? Yep. Okay. I might have to move people along. So, you know. Oh, we got to get Protein Bar in here as well. Hey, Protein Bar. Sorry about uh, hopping over you. Um, if yeah, you, that's okay. I don't know if you... Did you actually manually leave the server? I kind of had to. There was an issue with my Discord, and I had to leave ah, a bunch of channels. Yeah, so so if you ever manually leave the server, just message me again, and I can update it again. If anyone manually leaves, it removes any of the like status things that you have, inclu- including patron status. Not to put you too harshly on the spot, I did send a message on Patreon an hour before the show started, but I, it's okay. Oh, yeah, it's but it's, well, an hour before the show, I, I go know, out, I and I come it's back, like, and I'm like an hour before the show is is very narrow <laughs> window of time. <laughs> I understand. It's like fine. I literally have, I walk in the door, I grab a Coors Light out of the fridge, I get on and I send Blonde the link to join and then we set up. Like that's that's the amount of time that I have on Wednesdays before this. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's fine. All right. Uh, since everyone else is talking about Candace, just going to give my quick two cents. Okay. Um, so The only real issue I have is the way she responded in okay. saying that other people were paid to say bad things about her. If oh, she just oh, I didn't hear said, that. Where did she say that? She said that there's uh, a like a. Did she say media funded campaign against her? What, what was her exact? I don't, I don't want to mischaracterize. She just put up a video. I think like twenty minutes before the show started about. It. I have to go watch that. Oh, oh, she said. Um, she said for my fans for sticking around me while there's this funded campaign to smear me. Hmm. That's like yeah, almost. That's the really. Thing, yeah the only issue I, I really have if she had just come out and said look I said something stupid my bad I think we all would have moved on does she have evidence of the like financial backing that's no. kind of the issue is okay. that I mean this is not a financially backed thing like no I don't think so I don't I don't look at um I I mean you know tree better than I do but I don't look at tree and think like somebody paid her off to do this I <laughs> am 100% <laughs> positive that nobody paid tree of logic to make that video yeah 
Okay, anyway, well, that, so. that's an interesting fact because one of the complaints that I have with the criticism is that there is sort of an assumption or basically without substantial evidence, they're assuming the worst of Candace on, based on circumstance. And th- well, that's on that what she point, did. And at that point, I'd defend Candace. But if she's doing the same thing, throwing unsubstantiated accusations at people that assume the worst based yeah, on I mean, circumstance. she's saying that like tree of logic has mental health issues and she's a compulsive liar and that she's Ugh. being paid. Yeah. Uh, I hate to see this kind of stuff, but I mean, this kind of stuff was thrown at her too. Yeah. But my defense would not be people are, are getting paid to smear me. Yeah. Well, we'll, again, we'll save it. We'll save it till our, our, question at the end because otherwise we'll just repeat ourselves a million times but thank you for that fact that's uh that's relevant to forming the opinion on this for sure sure right, so any, uh on the topic other, of what was, yeah sure yeah on the topic of what was being said before i guess this kind of fits in um i got into something of an argument with a uh, an sjw type fellow uh, on facebook earlier yesterday um we were just a bunch of us were shit posting in a group about a card game i play about how it's not that big because sjws haven't tried to invade it yet uh-huh. Just having fun. Someone responds with, well, clearly when the people who complain about the SJWs are just as bad, devolves into a whole bunch of conversation. Someone brings up Anita Sarkeesian. <laughs> so my response was, you know, she talks about people getting hate. You guys get hate. And I mentioned a bunch of other anti-SJW YouTubers. And I said, can we just agree that there are shitty people out there? And of all the people I listed, uh, this person decided to pick Blonde to shit on. And what? Just like yes. at random? Yes, because she was the only person mentioned. Weird. Um, and I said, yes, sometimes she says inflammatory things. But definitely Anita says inflammatory things too. Yeah. She said, and I'll read it directly, if by inflammatory shit you mean disprovable, openly racist comments while having a platform <laughs> that can reach millions. Could reach millions. That's stupid. Anybody's platform could reach millions. Yeah. Does it uh-huh. though? No, it doesn't. Um. Yeah. Send this person my way. I'd love to have a chat. This yeah. I wonder. What, I wonder what she's saying that is disprovable. Yeah. Uh, you have to be sure more either. specific than that. Yeah. And I spoke with Wander Wandering a little bit in the be- before the show started, and we. Th- I think he found the video that you were that he was talking about, which was your video on St. Louis and why you didn't try to improve your hometown. Yeah. But. I think it was a bit of a mischaracterization I implore of what this you were person, trying to say. Uh, no, I mean, that video is controversial. But I, I implore that person to find any factual error in that video. It was fastidiously researched, as yeah, all my videos well, are. I tried to say, you know, show me the video. Let's talk about it. But their response was, no, I don't have to waste my time talking to you. <laughs> yeah, That's of course. Yeah. Say, yeah. I don't, I don't I lower myself to, uh, you know. Yeah discussion waste my time (laughs) (laughs) all right well thanks for that piece of intel if that person is is serious i mean you know encourage them to send an email and maybe we can get more information about this but i you know by the sound of it they don't have time for i know discussing their opinions which are very firm the opinions are very firm but easily disprovable right easily disprovable but yeah okay well thank you man yeah thanks for calling have a good night guys have a good night okay uh, keep going. Take a break. Let's just do these few super chats. Right sure. Now. Uh, Jenny K said blonde for your future offspring. Oh, thank you so much. Don't spend it all in one place. Kiddo Pakistani <laughs> Uber drivers smell like goats. Praise Keck. Um, <laughs> I, I'm sure you guys heard this on our Sunday show, but this Milo and Gavin. I don't think we talked about it. I don't we, think we, we talked totally about it at did, all. Didn't we? Did we? 
I, I thought it came out like yesterday, or maybe I'm maybe I'm confused. I don't know, but but Milo and Gavin have an interview that just went up on Milo's channel, and it was like the most fun interview that I've seen in months and months. And in it, Gavin talks about having like an oppressively smelly cab driver, and he said that the most offensive thing for some reason that you can tell a smelly Pakistani man is that he smells like a goat, and that they take it like horribly, like just really badly. They'll just come <laughs> enraged. So I, I've been tweeting about that. I think it's so funny. Um, so yeah, check yeah. that out. And then Gouda said, yeah, the Middle East, a lost cause. Even me, magic, and shitposting won't help that region. Let's yeah. keep laughing at Good luck. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. think all the airdropped Pepe's in the world would, uh, would fix it. it. Let's keep to laughing at Sweden, Belgium, et cetera. Yeah, <laughs> laughing at Belgium, that's always, that's always fun. There, there, I saw some meme floating around that was like a, a, demonst- or a depiction of like Nordic ethnic beauty. And it was like, Norway and Denmark and Finland. And it was all these like, you know, pretty uh, Nordic girls. And then it had Sweden and it was just a burka. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say that Belgium was just a waffle. Damn. Oh, that would work too. But yeah, Sweden was just a burka. It was accurate, it seemed like. Yeah. 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 Um, Joseph Kulisic says, Matt, my wife is Chinese and she likes Arches best. Have you gone to Arches in the Grand Canyon? No, I've never, um, I've never been to either. So, you know, it's not, I'm not going to claim, I'm not going to claim definitively that I can say Yellowstone is the best from experiencing them all. I can just say what I appreciate about Yellowstone is the intact ecosystem. That's going to be my buzzword for this show. Intact Intact ecosystem. ecosystem. I feel like Jack Conti, the Patreon CEO (laughs) saying manifest observable (laughs) behavior, intact ecosystem. Yeah, that's key. No, but I'm sure they're very cool. I would love to do a tour of the national parks if I had, you know, a summer to just drive around and do it. It'd be awesome. Um, okay, we're good for now. Okay. Uh, Phil cheesesteaks. Kind of losing my voice. I would like a cheesesteak sandwich right about now. His, his mic is muted. Oh, there you go, Phil. Hey, what's <clears> up? What's going hey. on, man? Hey, uh, I was just, uh, I had a question for you guys sure. about immigration. So yeah, I'm more of a... You know, I, I still believe we should we should be pretty welcoming to immigrants in this country. I mean, but I, I'm just confused as with you guys. Do you guys, like, really think a border wall is going to do anything? Yeah, yeah. Walls have been keeping people out for centuries. It's very effective methodology. Um, but, of course, uh, upholding existing law is really what's going to make the most notable difference in, in terms of numbers. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I guess I, I, I don't necessarily have to be sold on the wall as, as a single item to be satisfied. But for, for sure, <clears throat> I'm losing my voice, sorry. Uh, I, I want to reduce the amount of unvetted people crossing the border into our country. To your point on immigration, like being pro-immigration generally, I absolutely want talented people from around the world who intend to integrate into American society and adopt American values. Yeah. If you can contribute to our economy and you're elite at something, if you're very good at something, we're just contributing to brain drain. There's no evidence that we're improving the world on the whole. We're just taking the smartest people from their existing countries. Well, incorporating them into our already, you know, already, um, first world country. Yeah. There is something to be said that you might be doing a disservice to those countries. That they come from. But, yeah. but you know, if you, well, if the question becomes how much, I guess, how much potential do they represent in that comparatively impoverished country? For example, I bet a huge amount as a, a ratio of what exists in their third world country, their native third world country. 
you have to think that like the the top one percent there that leave those people might be responsible for the, i don't know 30 percent of their gdp yeah i guess i just i don't know how you tell a person who who is talented and wants to come here and benefit this country and by all indications is going to do that to say no stay home and benefit your own like will they do that i don't know i mean they're a free well yeah maybe they should want to but you can't control their wants uh yeah but it's not my personal responsibility because i live in a first world country to accommodate these people because they're smart no but it's not just accommodation it's 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 something that will tangibly benefit your society. It's not just, oh, I guess I'll accommodate you. It's no, you can come here because you'll make things better. What uh, I get tired what I get tired of is when people are just like, oh, we can have a a pretty much open welfare state and have massive immigration. Right. Well yeah, good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Just like <laughs> that's definitely that, a recipe for add up. But I think ideologically if people are kind of left to their own devices yeah, I think like in in America, you know, we should let people have a chance, even if they're. Um, so, but. Yeah, I mean, I wish I I wish I could agree with you, but I think it's ideological, or you know, t- to the degree that I don't think that we're responsible for providing this for other people. Yeah, let let me ask you, Phil. Like, what? Uh... Would you say that you're happy with status quo? And if not, what would you change? I don't know. I, I honestly just don't think like immigration from Mexico is like as huge of a problem as people make it out to be. I mean, if we were in Europe and we were dealing with a, you know, a huge mass migration of people that aren't going to be able to necessarily assimilate, uh, yeah, you should definitely close yourself up a little bit. But I... I but what if Ann Coulter's could, right and there really are 30 million illegal immigrants in enclaves in this country? I mean, that's culturally disastrous. And they're taking um, labor jobs that we need for unskilled minority workers within our country already. But I'm, just, I'm not quite set on the idea that uh, people are, are, are willing to work these low-wage jobs that immigrants even take. But I guess well, we- that's... Just they are. That's why man. black teenagers are experiencing unprecedented levels of unemployment because they were doing these jobs before Mexicans did. Of course, we need to have and, unskilled jobs for people. They need to learn how to work. People need. And to learn even how if to work. I guess my question would be, even if I grant that as a practical matter, it's not necessarily a problem. Like maybe, you know, maybe this isn't a problem. And you're right. I guess my question would be, don't you still have a problem with a principle? The principle that people should just be coming in unvetted. To, oh, to he said vetted. He said oh, yeah. Oh, no, sorry. I, maybe I, think maybe I should, misunderstood. No, no, I think we should all we should always make sure you're good coming in. But I just think it should be like I don't know. I think we, we're going to eventually get to a point with Mexico where they're going to industrialize to the point where they'll be very similar to the United States, and um, and you know eventually we're going to just like between the U.S. and Canada, it's pretty easy to go in and out to visit, isn't it? I mean. It seems like eventually, like, I mean, whether we like it or not, you know, it's going to maybe cause, you know, first world countries like the United States to take a hit. But eventually we are going to have a global economy. There's just no way around it. I just don't think protectionism is going to is going to hold out. Oh, I totally disagree. I think people have, uh, at least in my lifetime, I've never seen people more nationalistic or wanting to factionalize more. I think it's never been less likely for us to experience a true global economy in the face of nationalism. I mean, people are drawn to this. This is going to be a force 
to be reckoned with in every Western country over the course of the rest of our lives. I, I can almost guarantee it. Hmm. Well, yeah. you know, I think diversity is our strength. And <laughs> I, right. Uh, I think, you know, the, the more diverse, definitely the better everything is. So that's, that's the uh, approach I'm going to take here. Right. All right. Well, I just thought, I was wondering no. your guys' thoughts. So. No, yeah, I appreciate that. It's always nice to have somebody um, come in and, and sort of uh, offer some pushback, yeah. you know, and, and ask why you think the things that you do. And uh, I would encourage people to, to do that where they see we appropriate. We like to so, fight. <laughs> nah, it's not a fight, but it's, you know, this is when I have my patron hangouts and stuff too, this is one of the things I like to do is we talk about politics and stuff. And it's just yeah. fun to ask. You've taken, it, it seems like you take this position. Explain to me why. Explain yep. to me why. And if someone holds an opinion that they can't explain, I, for me, it's like, I'll respect pretty much any opinion as long as you can explain it to me. If you can't explain it to me, then what I'm, if the explanation is stupid though? Like I know some feminist positions where they can explain it, but I'm still if if they can way. explain it and it's coherent. But that's the problem is that, like there are plenty of people who have positions with which I disagree. Like for example, no, nah, I'm going to get myself into trouble here. But I guess here's here's what I would say is I'm listening to Richard Spencer's speech at University of Florida. And I'm listening to him describe the way he thinks societies should be organized, which is probably the ultra protectionist, you know, ethno states that that, um, you know, that we're kind of mentioning. Uh, I don't know. So something like the total opposite of what Phil's talking about here, basically. Uh, and he explains how he would achieve this. I think it's pie in the sky, but he can explain how he thinks he would achieve this in a quasi coherent way. So it's like, okay, I, I at least understand where you're coming from. Ah, gotcha. doesn't mean I agree, but we don't have to get like, if someone asks you, why do you think what you think? And then your reaction is like to call them names and freak out. Yeah. I'm not going to respect the opinion. You right. Know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I went down. That. This is a pointless <laughs> side story. <laughs> I guess I was just so fascinated by that Richard Spencer speech because I don't know, it's just the reaction to it. And it's, it's. Yeah. You know what I would like to see is with Richard Spencer, I'd like to see college students listen to what he has to say and, you know, go in line and just ask him, a, ask him questions and drill him on what he's got wrong. Yeah. And the few people who did that got booed and harassed, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah, it's just like, okay, this is how you defeat these people. You yeah. don't defeat these people by keeping to elevate the struggle so they have to spend thousands and thousands of dollars on security. Mm -hmm. And because th I'm all of a sudden feeling for the universities now, because at yeah. some point, oh, yeah. why do they why do they have to take a financial hit just to uphold the First Amendment? You know, um, so that's yeah. a tough one. Well, well, thanks for calling in and, uh, yeah, for and sure. look forward to hearing from you next time. All right. We'll do. Bye. Bye. Yeah, don't Tucked make a side with universities and Richard Spencer. <laughs> I know that's what it's. That's why that Richard Spencer speech is like stuck in my head, because I'm watching it, and there were plenty of comments to this effect. So it's not like I'm alone, and I don't have to feel bad about this. But I'm like, we talked about it on Sunday. It's like, my God, these people are making me agree with Richard Spencer. I hate this, but I'm gonna keep yeah. watching it because I'm so fascinated by what's happening in my and brain. The fact that that even bothers us is probably just because <laughs> we have residual white guilt. Yeah, we got some left over. We got a detox. Get it out of us. It's true. It's true. Yeah. All right. Cucked Canuck. Mr. Cucked. Or Miss Cucked. I guess I don't know. Oh, it's a, it's a mister. Welcome. <laughs> hey. Oh, hey. Sorry. I was listening to the stream. 
Thank you for uh, the gas chamber memes, by the way. Oh, all you're right. welcome. Um, one of them, I, you might have, if you saw, you might wonder why I excluded the Nico. One of them was me putting Nico in a gas chamber. That guy I debated, if you want to call it that. People were going to call you a terrible racist. Yeah, I figured it would get us in trouble. So I was like, eh, I'll just leave it out. Yeah, I wasn't sure if I should tag him in the tweet, but I thought, eh, let's go for it. <laughs> oh, did you actually tag him? I didn't see. Yeah, I did. Tag him <laughs> did he respond to you? <laughs> He muted, like, I, I had to mute him due to obnoxiousness, so I wouldn't have seen it. Actually, I think I muted him, too. Fuck, that's probably it. That's um, probably why. Yeah. <laughs> well, first, just one thing on the, um, what the last caller was just talking about. Did you guys see Mouthy Buddha's, like, last two videos? I, the not. last one I saw was where he was flogging himself about being a dirty, dirty racist. And he's like, I feel terrible for the person I've become. And then I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out oh, did it. he get in trouble for, yeah, there was some controversy, wasn't there? Well, I mean, he did, he did two videos side, on the JQ. Yeah. And I thought they were pretty oh, neutral. Oh, okay. And then, well, the one issue we had with it was just like, basically, when he was talking about the point of view that people have denying the Holocaust, he like got pretty tired of editing the video. So he's like, Oh, I'll just put this out now, but forgot to give the side that was like, oh, lol, the Holocaust actually happened. So it looked. I mean, really I didn't bad. get the vibe that he was a Holocaust denier when I watched that vid. I'm like, this is somebody Neither that's just I. trying on some alt right ideas and trying to explore them and flesh them out. He I was just explaining the concepts without endorsing them. Yeah. Yeah. That what's no, the quote? I'm going like, to butcher it, but it's something like it's the sign of an educated mind to entertain an idea without accepting it or endorsing yeah, people, it people like he didn't say before every sentence like this is not my opinion and so Duh. people were like you didn't say it enough that it wasn't God. my opinion God. even though he had like in the beginning of the video it was like these are not my opinions this is just how are you supposed I to know that holocaust denial is bullshit without understanding it right yeah well actually i understood it that deep uh mm. like i didn't understand like what holocaust deniers actually believed so i don't know as like a learning point it was it was interesting at least but uh there shouldn't be anything wrong with that if your guys' description is is accurate watch them unless i'm missing something at the very least they're beautifully edited holy shit okay um yeah but i was calling in have you guys heard of the youtube channel he's been blowing up diversity in comics yeah, I've had some people in my mentions telling, uh, wanting us to host him. I don't know much about him. Is it strictly comics, or does he do a lot of other stuff? Well, he is strictly comics, so, like, I would say for you, I don't know, I'll send you guys some videos, the ones that aren't, like, strictly comics, because I don't think you guys are into that, but... Well, I mean, I'm interested in, like, the the social justice warriors ruining every form of entertainment. I'm not a comics guy, but as a video games guy and a general entertainment appreciator, I can understand how that's infuriating for people who enjoy comic books. Yeah. Well, imagine like mass effect Andromeda, but yeah, every hero ever. Yeah, exactly. And especially, I mean, yeah, that's the problem is they ruin established characters too, characters that people love. Well, like even just like, if you think of the Avengers that are in the movies right now, yeah, Iron Man is a black woman. Thor is a woman. <laughs> Captain America is a black man. Hawkeye just cause. is a woman. Just because. Why can't they think of new compelling characters? I don't have I don't a problem know. Oh, with Spider-Man's black. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, why do you have to just change existing characters? Make new ones. Make them good. People won't care if they're good. Well, that's the thing too. They're also poorly written. Yeah. <laughs> I even like. Okay, I have like one right here. Just because it was like so egregious. It was. It's like this is a villain stance. I mean, this character was like the the main villain of the first Captain America movie. You're supposed to really hate this guy, 
this quote sounds like something like someone as like tame as blonde would say it's my homeland in fact and do you know what i saw there it was an invading army these so-called refugees millions of them marching across the continent bringing their fanatical beliefs and their crime with them they attack our women and bomb our cities <laughs> and how do our leaders respond do they push them back and enforce the borders as it is our sovereign sovereign duty? Of course not. They say here, take our food, take our shelter, take our way of life, and take yeah! our lives. <laughs> Wait, is that well? Yeah, is that supposed to be a bad thing? I'm confused. <laughs> that's the villain. <laughs> oh, that's the villain, right? Not the hero. Wait, that's that the villain. Sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. I know. Well, like that's the thing. I'm like, why are you making the villain someone that like? At least half the country is gonna say that seems pretty reasonable to me. I literally did not disagree with a single. <laughs> yeah, you're like thing. cheering it on. <laughs> <laughs> I have so said things the... exactly like that in my videos. Yeah, it's just like there... I, there, I've never seen an industry get so destroyed by. I mean, the sales are terrible too. Of course, yeah, but... yeah. This, eventually, I guess capitalism will take over, and they'll have a choice to make: do you want to survive or not? um anyway we we got to keep it moving but if you have a closing thought go for it um no not really i guess um i'll just i'll try and send you guys some videos because i think i don't know really unique perspective he's a creator himself ex-marine mm -hmm. i don't know just a neat point sure. of view it'd be cool right. if you guys had him on anyway have a good sure. night and thank thank you for the memes <laughs> you're welcome i'll try and keep later <laughs> all right uh let's take let's try to get through a couple callers here we got one two three four Five more patron callers, so you know we got to keep it moving. Plus, we got to answer the questions, so we'll really have to, I think, move along here. Unfortunately, sorry guys, but Decoy, you're good to go. Hey, how's it going, guys? Doing all right. What's up? Hey, I wanted to ask you guys about the. Um, I, I'm 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 concerned because I just I just tuned in. Uh -huh. I was dealing with some other stuff. Um, I was. Have you uh, have you covered already in this call the uh, the Republican who essentially said, I'm not running for oh, office God. again. Jeff Flake. Flake. We talked about it a little bit before the show, but we haven't talked about it. Tonight. Hold on. I'm going to take a nap. You can talk about Jeff Flake. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, it was interesting because uh, I, I did you see Seth Meyers take on his, uh, his impassioned speech? Oh, I'm sure Seth Meyers unzipped his pants and, you know, gave, <laughs> no, gave him a, a nice little rub down. Thing. Really? He did. That's the interesting thing. He like eviscerated him. Why? Oh, for, for like being a hypocrite or something. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. like, well, you know, you voted for, for with with Trump like ninety one percent over the last year and a half, and it sure is nice that you've come along to the sane part of the world after spending the last year, you know, uh, sucking Trump's dick. You know, like thanks for joining the rational part with all the rest of us. Glad you finally showed up. Oh. And I was really shocked because I... No, he's just trying to virtue signal. Well, yeah. Isn't that a difference? I think that's a fundamental difference between the state of the right and the left right now, though. And maybe that'll change over time. But I definitely believe that the right is much more welcoming to like ideological newcomers. And Jeff Flake is not saying I'm going to join and be a Democrat, but he is ripping the president and he's ripping Republicans too. What I'm saying is like, the right is very welcoming to people who quote unquote are being red pilled and changing their perspective. Yeah, at least and the left is like, no, fuck you. You're not pure enough. You didn't do X, Y, and Z. 
Well, you should although, welcome although, Jeff Flake. Is it really fair for you to say that when we are witnessing a giant purity spiral? Well, yeah, that's my problem with the red pill black stuff is it, yeah. it, it reeks of purity, purity tests spiral, to me. And that, yeah. yeah. But generally speaking, I think this is an anomaly. I think for the most part, the right is very welcoming to the red pilled people. I don't, people know. I don't know. I don't think that that's true. I've gotten, I still get a lot of skepticism about my, my position. People, a lot of people still think that I'm like a feminist that's just exploiting this for <laughs> people wearing tinfoil hats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and MGTOW. Yeah, and MGTOW. <laughs> but, you know I, know, I know that as I changed my perspective on a lot of things, people treated me very well. Mm-hmm. Nobody ripped me for saying, oh, you were an idiot in the past. Nobody says that to me. And they say, well, I'm glad that you've thought about these things and changed your mind on some of these things. Yeah. Never had conservatives or libertarians rip me for it. It's interesting because I, I uh, followed the um, uh, – I – Somewhat, I, and I could tell I disagree with you guys, and that's fine. That's that's our normal call when I call in. Is I somewhat su- agree with pretty much everything he said, you know, on the stand. And I was uh, oh Jeff delighted. Flake, you mean? Yeah, I was kind of deli- I was delighted that he was willing to uh, kind of step out and say, hey, maybe this shouldn't be the status quo. And I was expecting my allies, quote unquote, whatever, on the left to be like, welcome to the fold. Let's yeah. let's move forward and yeah. no, like they, you know, Seth Myers, who in in some instances can be funny, like did not take that opportunity to try and mend bridges. Yeah, that's annoying. I hate that. Yeah. When people I mean, you when can you see succeed this on the left in, though, there's so much group cannibalism. They don't yeah. have a concept of collectivism unless it's to further their own individual causes. And then when you get them all together and they have majority power, they just cannibalize. Yeah. They don't care. All right. Well, I'll have to check it out. We got to, we'll have to yep. move along here. Sorry to keep, be, hey, be so no, brief. But, hey, um, thanks a lot for having me on, guys. Yeah, have I want to check that out. I want to see what he said because uh, I think, I don't know. It, that stuff bugs me. It's like it, someone has thought about something and come to agreement with you and you still throw them under the bus because they didn't yeah. do it soon enough or something. Right. That's yeah. so annoying. So I think that's something I'll, I'll definitely want to take a look at. Oh, he's out. So, <laughs> Yoda Economics is up. Oh, never mind. Oh, sorry. Did you want to? Oh, mute your stream, Yoda. You'll have to move along here. Sorry to keep you hey, so brief, but mute. There you go. Hey, <laughs> what's up, man? Okay, good. I'm glad you can hear me. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. My my answer to uh, Jay Fry's question, <laughs> I would suck his dick, is that I would love to suck his dick, but I've already flossed earlier this morning. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, Jay Fry doesn't ask. Didn't he give a command? This was not a request. Well, you know, it sounded, you know, it sounded like uh, he was, he was asking, but yeah. What's, uh, I haven't, I haven't looked. What's the status of the world series? Are you, are you following along? You know, I was just about to, I was just about to tell you that um, the Dodgers are winning three, two, one currently. Okay. Which, which actually would make me want to suck someone's dick. (laughs) If, um, if uh, they beat Verlander, if they can, Oh yeah. He's pitching tonight. You mean Mr. Kate Upton, Justin Verlander? I was, I was hoping, I was hoping that um, Kate did some like freaky shit to him, and would like injure his arm or you know just do something, yeah, like that, and so that because he's like the one that I fear the most. So, yeah, yeah. but it, so anyway, um, the reason I was calling uh, was because do you remember that show? Um, it used to be on HBO, I think. And it was called Tales from the Crypt. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was on Nickelodeon. 
That's what Nancy Pelosi looks like. Is that guy? The Tales from the Crypt guy? <laughs> yeah. Like the guy who rises out of the coffin, the host of the show. It's been so long since I've seen it, but I'll never forget him. Yeah, it used to be Tales of the Crypt and Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, yeah. Are it you was afraid of the from dark? the Crypt. It was on HBO. I'm pretty sure. No. Was it? Because I, I, I could watch it. We didn't have, we didn't have, uh, I didn't have HBO. Are you Googling this, Matt? Yeah, yeah. Tales from the Crypt was a horror. Oh, he's right. It, premium cable. Uh, it was on HBO for seven seasons. Was it ever on Nickelodeon? Um, maybe in syndication. It doesn't say Nickelodeon on here though, so he's right. Confirmed, real news. It was on HBO. It was HBO. Oh, somebody's saying Nick at night. Ah. Uh, okay. I stand corrected. Oh, you're breaking up. Yeah, I've I've kind of lost you. Can you hear me? Oh, now I can. There we go. Go for it. Okay. Okay, so I since it's almost Halloween, I know you guys are in a hurry, but I'm going to do a a, a tales tales from California reading. Okay, a go for story, it. Tales from California. Okay, okay, and this is a true story, and it just happened recently. Okay, uh, by the name of you, you can you can go watch the video on Reason dot com. Guy by the name of Gilbert Hyatt. He was a tech entrepreneur, and he. He made it big in uh, what microprocessor for computers. Mm-hmm. So what happened was um, he ended up, up getting um, some tax breaks in Nevada in 1990 uh-huh. from, um, Sh- you know, he was lured by Sheldon Ad- Adelson and they were going to um, give him tax breaks in Nevada to start up his business well he gets a bill for million dollars from the california franchise tax board because Uh they feel that moving into an apartment in nevada doesn't um constitute being a resident what what, why is it california's what why do they get to decide what nevada residency is that's not of california's business oh yeah 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 It, it and it gets or worse. is the does the business remain in California? Is that the problem? He moved his business to Nevada. Well, yeah. So then, who gives a shit? That's that's why this is tales from California. <laughs> so anyway, um, so anyway, he starts fighting the franchise tax board. Yeah. Um, and he fought he fought them and fought them and fought them, and um franchise tax board sent its agents out to Las Vegas and they started digging through his trash. They were surveilling him. What? And I swear to you. How is that even constitutional? Well, you can dig through someone's trash. That's legal. Oh, is it? Okay. Well, I I didn't know. Okay. Interesting. They were talking to his neighbors and they were surveilling him and everything. And um, eventually this man, this brave 80-year-old man, this godsend of a man, fought back against California. And after 27 fucking years of fighting California, <laughs> them $20 million, they spent $25 million on the lawsuit, Jesus and they only Christ. were able to recoup $1.9 million from him. Jesus, man. What is wrong with that state? Why would they fight? How old is he now? 
This guy that they targeted? He was, 50, he was 57 when it started. He's in 80. like 1990. This is when some of your listeners so, were born. Right. He beat them. Right. So he's, he's like 80 years old now, pushing 80. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Hey, go watch the video. I would urge anyone to go watch the video at um, reason.com. Yeah. Fucking outrageous. What these tax agents are willing to do to go for, you know, to go for what they feel is theirs. It is literally the IRS, the franchise tax board, anything. It's like the fucking mafia. (laughs) All right. I'll have to check it out. We're running out of time, so I got to call it there. But, but my God. Well, good luck in that state. And good, uh, hopefully the Dodgers, hopefully you get to see a, a Dodgers win. If the Dodgers win, maybe I will suck someone's dick. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> Miss Malevolent is up next. Or should we take a break? All right. No, let's get her on. Okay. Uh, Miss Malevolent. I'm, I have a, a guess what you might want to talk about. Perhaps. Miss Malevolent. You there? Hey. Hey. Welcome. Can you hear me? I can, yeah. Oh, okay. It's really low. What's going on? Hey, happy belated birthday. Well, thank you. Matt. Yeah, I wanted to ask about um um Ooh. the Candace Owens situation. Yeah. <laughs> you all you all haven't really talked about it you said you were going to save that to the end yeah the we show. got we got an email question about it so we're just going to hash it out to close the show but if you have thoughts on it definitely offer them well i just find it disturbing like you know i'm looking and i saw blair white she was like you you're a lying bitch yeah man people are she getting really a, a, trash like a disgusting, disgusting heap of trash or something yeah like yeah and then it's like andy warski's going in and ranting monkey and it's like it's just, I don't know. I'm uncomfortable. It just seems like a lot of SJW behavior. Like, well, the piling tests. on, you know. Yeah, purity yeah. tests. Like, you need to answer for your crimes. It's like, right. what the F is this? Like, uh, it's like the whole point of being anti SJW is not to use their tactics. Right. You know, if she uh, is inauthentic, if you want to question her, fine. That's that's then that. bring her onto your show pile, and give her some some right. gentle questioning. Just I mean, pile on, yeah, groupthink behavior. Like if if you don't agree with us, that's just because you've been blinded by her. I, I just find that I don't know limiting yeah. like well, behavior. Yeah, well, you kind of prop her up at her worst and juxtapose yourself. It's kind of a virtue signaly thing. It kind yes. of bugs me. Like, yes, look, I'm I, I so it's opposed like I to this. Them, yeah, yeah, I see I them know. going into that area, and it's like real. I'm like, stop, don't go there. Like, that's what the other side does. We shouldn't be that way. We should take her at her word unless other evidence is put forth. You're I mean, speaking my you language. Do, yeah. Right. Talk to her, interview her far as you know everybody's like this is the smoking gun i'm like i don't see the smoke or the gun i see a lot of supposition by a bunch of people yeah a lot of outrage and it's like where is the discussion where is you know the question where where's you know let's question things let's think critically the case against her is circumstantial and and i don't that's not that you can't make 
criticism on the basis of circum- circumstantial evidence, right. but you got to be a pro. What, what bugs me is people are treating their cases as though they're like lock tight certain cases. Right. They're not admitting to the limitations of what they suspect. I think it's perfectly reasonable to say, given what's going on with Candace here, I have some points of suspicion, right. things I'm worried about. But they're just treating him as right. like, oh, she's for sure a secret like, social justice warrior. I mean, who, yeah. like like Blair's tweet, I just can't imagine how sure I would have to be and like how personally offended I would have to be to call somebody like another big YouTuber trash. Well, you call CenturyLink uh, or tell them to eat, tell them to eat donkey balls. <laughs> yeah, because they are failing to provide me a service that I'm yeah, yeah. for. I have a hey, that's substantiated. CenturyLink. <laughs> I mean, but can you imagine like with a shitstorm that that would start on YouTube? Oh yeah, yeah. They, and I don't yeah. have a problem with people getting salty with each other either. But to your point, you better be able to back it up. And right now, what you can right. use to back it's it like, up is oh, circumstance. For sure, this is it. She's she's been out and it exposed. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's talked about this whole thing. And like, she's a liar. Look at her lying on Dave Rubin, and it's like where is the lie she said she was a sjw i don't know i i will i will say that when i watched her on ruben and she was like this is an anti-bullying um startup there's nothing could be more innocent that's a complete mischaracterization of her project that that is and that made me feel like she was minimizing yeah it'd be nice to see a little more ownership like yeah the the purpose of this to be like this is something that i did i disagree with this I see how it's wrong now. I see yeah. how it's wrong now. And that's really, yeah. I think, what people want to hear. And they probably get off her case. But I also don't want people to be put in these positions where, like, you're, like you said, like, where they have to account for all their past mistakes and, like, denounce, denounce, denounce. She's probably in this position right now where she's like, fuck all these people that are piling on. I'm not commenting on this right, right now. And yeah, I understand I that, mean, too. These pure, yeah, these purity tests I can't get with, you right. know. I, I, I just can't get with it. Like, no mm. one gets – I'm sorry – but as a black woman who who leans conservative, no one gets to tell me if I'm inauthentic or not. Yeah, you can I take agree. that and shove it up your ass. You don't tell me yeah. what I am or what I what I believe. Yeah, the thoughts yeah. in your head. Yeah. And something I will say about Tree of Logic is that she was pointing out how a lot of white conservatives immediately tokenized Candace and. I got to say that that's probably true too. We're like, oh my gosh, this articulate, beautiful black woman, everybody wanted her to be on, on her show, on, on their show. And so I kind of, now I kind of feel guilty about that. Cause I'm like, yeah, I was part of that mindset too. That like kind of predatory mindset. Like we got to get her on because she's this amazing black conservative. And so, I mean, I'd, I'd love to talk to her about this stuff. I mean, if, yeah, if, so would I. if I'd love to if, still have her on yes. if, uh, if somehow uh, she's listening to yeah, but have her. Uh, I hate to say it. Have a reasonable discussion. <laughs> reasonable but, discussion. You know, yeah. Anytime. Like, all, I mean, of, all of yeah. this like out righteous anger. You know, yeah, I, I exactly. Can't with that. That's the stuff that right. I, you're, you're speaking my language 100%. I feel like you've already made the case for me, exactly. <laughs> basically. I'll just say, go back and listen to what Miss Malevolent said earlier. But uh, we got to keep it moving. But thank you for your thoughts. Right. And um, I always like to, so, you know, I, I appreciate hearing from people who think very similarly to uh, that. I don't know. Maybe I don't. I just praise somebody for saying <laughs> I like hearing from people who think differently. I don't know. I just appreciate what you had to say. Let me just. I'll talk myself in circles and speak nonsense. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay. We got to get through three calls, two questions, and super chat. So we're really going to have to hustle this. Uh, um, but, hey, these patrons didn't show up until an hour later, so I'm going to give them the business. AK-47, 
You're on the clock. He's gonna we, we, gotta, we gotta be super quick, though. That's fine. I just wanted to... I was watching a, a stream with Coach Red Pill a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. He had Braving Room and, and a couple of people on, and he, they had, uh, they briefly mentioned Gamergate, and they kind of treated it as a uh, as a as a bit of with a bit of snark. And I wanted to get your guys' opinion on the whole Gamergate thing from from several years back. Oh boy! Uh, because to me, it seemed like Gamergate was just a a precursor of the exact same situation we're seeing right now. In Hollywood course, and yeah, yeah, in Hollywood and the media in general, we have a media who 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 much of media who don't seem to understand their audience seems to yeah, treat them with yeah. a bit of a dis- disdain. Yeah. People are trying to call them out, and then they go completely batshit insane over it. Yeah, I will say that Gamergate predates my YouTube days, um, and I never had a vested interest because I don't even remember the last time I played video. Yeah, well, I I would disagree with any. I don't know what they said, so I'm not disagreeing with these people explicitly. I'm saying if you're someone who minimizes its importance, I mean, it it was a precursor to what it has been observable politically over the last year. So. Uh, what you had was a whole bunch of gamers criticizing gaming journalism for suspect, demonstrably suspect tactics. Okay, like uh, in, basically you had a relationship between people making games and people reviewing games, sleeping with with each other for positive game reviews, among other things. But corruption within the gaming journalism industry. And so they ripped these people for their corruption. And then, of course, the response is not to... Uh, not to address these real issues and these real criticisms, but to accuse everybody of being a sexist. Right. Uh, video gaming is miso- its a bunch of misogynists. It's a bunch of sexist neckbeards. I mean, it, it has a lot of direct parallels to what really became the script for the 2016 election. We have valid criticisms of you, right, news right. media. Well, they're just a bunch of racist, homophobe, sexists anyway. So yeah. and then in the end, they lose. Yeah, but good. Yeah, good thing they didn't listen to us though, because they would probably still have power if they would have just budged an inch. Yeah. And anyway, uh, do you have any thoughts on it? Well, mine. Well, it's I. I don't see. I can understand why, in some ways, there can be criticisms of Gamergate because uh, you can treat it a lot like Kekistan. Some people take it too far. <laughs> sure. Um, uh, in my perspective, I. I see the benefit of what Gamergate did, and a lot of people that were part of Gamergate, like that, that you know, took part in their own version of the meme war. Um, they, they, they treat it as something that happened three years ago. Yeah, like this, that was a thing that happened. But people that keep drudging up Gamergate now are people, people that want to like associate it with alt right Nazis or whatever they want to, and try yeah. to you know delegitimize it that way. Yeah. It, the people that were a part of the pro Gamergate side, they, they've, they've, uh, you know, treated it as something long gone. But it's, it seems like people, uh, it's the media and whatnot. They, they want to. Same thing with the 2016 election. It's always got to be. I got to use this, this tired old beaten horse uh, to try and you know make myself seem more legitimate. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for the thoughts. No, nah, no problem, guys. Have a good, Have a good night. night. Bye. Okay, Scrub is going to be up next. And it's that time of night where I start to have to pee. So I start to have to pee, that is. Yeah, he's got the um, eyes. He's got two beer drunk face. Well, I had one beer, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Scrub, you're up. Sorry, this is Steven again. I just uh, I oh. hope it's okay to respond to 
well, the super chat earlier and to Blonde, can I pile on to your response to the to a caller earlier about Mexicans taking jobs? Oh boy, okay. Oh my gosh. I'll give you one minute. One minute. Thank you. Sure. Okay. Okay. Um the super chat, whenever y'all are talking about Barry Treasure, whenever I said treasure in the super chat, oh. I have that she travels if that if there's if stuff is getting jacked up in Europe, be, like national treasures, because y'all are talking about Yellowstone being a national treasure. Yeah. Oh, and we were kind of close. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. And also, um, Blonde, I wanted to pile on to your response about um, about the other caller and Mexicans taking jobs that they won't do. One thing I never hear anybody talking about is high tech society replace and machinery replacing degrading jobs. And That's people true. aren't talking about that. And so therefore are the jobs available. That's one thing I don't hear many people talking about. I just wanted to pile onto that. Uh, all right. Well, thank you, Steven. Appreciate it, my man. Bye. Sorry, Matt's asleep right now. I'd, I'd put this <laughs> into his face if he was snoring, but he's not snoring right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, man. Bye, Steven. Okay. And then we're, we'll get Steph in here real quick and then we'll, <laughs> answer the couple of emails here somebody in the live chat just said blonde makes a lot of facial gestures from looking at the chat during these live streams yeah so true i wonder if people oh. think that i'm schizophrenic from <laughs> yeah, maybe. emotional reaction all right steph we got to be brief man but uh, uh is this steph I, I just wanted yes oh you you sound bummed out yeah uh, uh some little philly you know, break your heart no just oh. a bad week oh, okay. i broke another rim got rid of oh, the no. other car blah 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 I uh, just wanted to, uh, uh, Jay Fry came on and said I wasn't on. So I'm like, I have to oh. get my, my word in edgewise. That, that's all right. All well, what's your message for Jay Fry? Uh, I get the last word in this, this, uh, this Wednesday. Okay. All uh, right. Well, that's about yeah, it. suck on that Jay Fry. All right, man. Well, all the best with your rim. I hope it, I hope you can repair it or acquire a new one. <laughs> uh, it's just, you know, bad week. All right. Hopefully next week is better. Shut up. Talk to you later. Nah. Thanks, man. Okay. We got, you want to ad address these two questions first? I feel like we've basically all, I unintentionally already explained our red pill black positions, but we could take a couple minutes each and go for it if you want. We did have one question quickly from Shana. Uh, she says, have you two heard about the planned civil war Antifa is staging on November 3rd? They're calling for violence on any white supremacist groups and cops. I wasn't too concerned until louder with Crowder footage they shared of, uh, until the louder with Crowder footage they shared of Nake Jared going undercover with Antifa members. My boyfriend is a police officer and he has even heard about it through his department. I haven't seen too many people talking about it. So I'd love your opinions on this. I haven't seen a formal declaration yet. Neither have I. I mean, I was already planning on just going around with my mace on that day, just in case, but I'm just going to go about my business. I've also heard November 4th. Like what's the calendar? I have only like? heard November 4th. Okay. So maybe next month, November 3rd would be a Friday. November 4th would be a Saturday. Both I guess are plausible. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, <laughs> I guess I, I kind of have to just defer until we get more information on this. And I'm sure if we know something about it, law enforcement probably knows something about it. Um, Antifa is a bunch of degenerates. I hope this is a failure. That's all. That's all I can say, really. Uh, and this question. Thank you, Shannon. It's about Ripple Black. My question is, what do you think of Ripple Black's site, Social Autopsy? Tree Logic has two videos on it. Andy Worski just released a video. It seems like a doxing site. You post someone's mean comments or insults, and I guess the site finds information on that person, and exposes them. 
I don't know if I'm explaining this properly. Watch Tree of Logic's video to learn more in depth. They're also saying that Candace could be a liberal plant, noting her quick rise to fame among conservatives. I don't really know about that last part. I won't go that far. What are your thoughts on all this? That's another thing. I don't really believe that she's a plant because she shut this website down and the Kickstarter was terminated a year ago. She's clearly not moving on, moving on with this project. Yes. So to give people a recap, basically the accusations against against Red Pill Black, who has had this phenomenal viral rise, is that she for, she came from this background of running this website that this, this emailer is, is describing. I'm sorry if I'm rehashing this from a million people. I'm sure I am. But the, the purpose of this site is that if someone has been mean to you on the internet, you can go put a record of that meanness into this database, and then people will be able to search the database later when vetting people or whatever. I think it's abundantly fair for the people who call it a doxing website to call it a doxing website. I don't have a problem with that. Now, the accusation against Candace, Red Pill Black, is that the website is still up and she's been out touting her conservative credentials or her red-pilled credentials or however you want to characterize it. Meanwhile, this website is still up and people are saying, well, why is it still up? Which, again, I think is a fair question. She took it down this morning. Right. But prior to prior to today, that that like tree, trees video centers around that question. Why is it still up? And the contention is she's a secret, not real red pilled. She's a secret lefty still not real red pilled conservative. She's just using everybody to raise money to fund this project so she can have her prized doxing site, um, which is a possibility. At least it was prior to the deletion of this, which seems to eliminate that possibility. All of these things, as I've said previously, they're circumstantial. They're possible. I don't blame people for having suspicions. What I blame them for is treating suspicions as substantiated accusations that are demonstrably true. They're not. And and Candace's response on InfoWars that I saw was, look, I am open about where I've come from and how I've changed. I haven't deleted the site because uh, I don't like deleting my past. I like to have a record of everything I've done up. And, um, and... I, I, uh, I, I paid the fee to host this site for X amount of time. It's set to expire in January. I'm going to let it expire in January. I've heard from people I know who are very good at web development and computer programming that it doesn't look like the site before its deletion was even processing or accepting data. It just oh, was really? in sort of a dormant state. I personally, I personally, absent additional evidence, I buy Candace's explanation, even though I disagree with it. If it was me, I would delete the site and I'd own up to it a little bit more like you'd, like you'd said. I was wrong in the past. I did it. I was wrong in the past. I'm not going to do it anymore. I'd like to see a little bit more of that from her, but I don't buy this theory that she's some secret like huckster selling people snake oil that so that she can build no, this you secret. Know, honestly, I don't even need her to be like, I disagree with what I did. I want her to be honest about the nature of this site because it is clearly sure. a doxing site. Sure. I mean, and when you think about it, you know, it's not just like it's for employers and for schools and things like that. So you can go and you will in one place, see all the bad things this person has said, attach their name, attach their address. And yes, people do this in a public forum, but like I said earlier, it's changing the rules after you've already posted something retroactively. Yes. I don't like that. I got plenty of problems with the site as it was originally conceived. And I don't blame anyone for having that. But the other issue, as we've discussed uh, a bunch tonight is 
I am very weary of this trend in our quote unquote YouTube community where there's blood in the water. There's an accusation that may have some serious uh, concern behind it. And there's blood in the water and we all just swim in like a bunch of piranhas to just eviscerate that person to make ourselves look good. Yeah. And, and then I pile on and then everybody that made a video about this just made tree of logics video. It's like, I, I have not seen yeah. any new information from any, any person that's talked about this. I certainly, I can envision a situation in which people throw somewhat similar, similar accusations at me. I don't have a doxing website. All right. Like it's not going to be quite that serious, but I can envision a situation no, the in which on, the piling on thing. You remember my racist tweet fiasco. Yeah. Like I remember the people that didn't pile on during that point in time. And I really appreciate that. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I'd imagine that's how she feels right now. And I, I don't, and, and quite honestly, I don't have a problem in that situation with anyone who says, look, I don't like what blonde said. I don't like what she said. I think it was poorly advised, whatever. I don't have a problem with people who take issue and want to address the ideas that were expressed. Don't have a problem with that at all. It's this, it's, it's, it's the pile on, it's the character assassination. It's the assignment of all these labels. Ooh, red pill, blacks are secret SJW. It's name calling. It's just ad hominem name calling. Let's not be, let's not, it's, it's silliness. It, um, it's, it's a, it's a dog pile and it is a weird virtue signaling thing in its own right. And I'm not a fan of it. Basically, I want red pill black to be treated the same way I hope to be treated if I am ever at the center of such a controversy, which is criticize me on the ideas. If you have accusations against me, if they're circumstantial, admit that they're circumstantial. If they're substantiated, then I guess you can be firmer in your accusations. But I think everybody's hitting this way too hard. And by the way, I don't, you know, I think her, her, there's some damage done to red pill black. I really don't think this is a big deal in the long run. I don't think this is going to stick. I definitely seen things happen to people's Twitter or people's YouTube accounts where I'm like, Oh, that person's done. And then they're fine a month later. Like these things that seem like huge things in the moment, they'll just blow over and then she'll continue her ascension to success. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> that's all I got. I don't know. I, 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 I will say too, we've tried and I would love to speak with her and I would love to talk with her about these questions. And I, you know, I'd like to be fairly critical about, the way that she's handled this and the way we have been tonight. I, I would love the opportunity. I don't think it's going to happen, but maybe it will. Yeah, maybe we'll see. Okay. We can round out super chat and close it out. All right. Uh, two hours and 10 minutes. This <laughs> yeah. Got a full bladder. I'll go real slow. It sounds like you've gotten a little, I've had to bum up your audio, but you're sounding a little quieter to me. I don't know if Sorry. you've moved your mic away or. There we go. I knocked it a little bit. Um, Still Hume, super quiet though. David Hume do, is it better? Yeah, get nice and tight on it. Uh, David Hume said, did you get my lengthy email, Blonde? I actually don't think so. Yeah, sorry, bro. Didn't read it. Um, I'll look though. Silver Screen 8989 said, here's some Halloween dough. Blonde, I'm curious as to your thoughts on being a non-liberal female in today's climate. Seems females jumping on denounce all males train. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm in better company than I was five years ago when I had nobody that was <laughs> when I was in no company. Yeah, when I was in no company. <laughs> That's kind of how I was when I was a uh, like newly working college graduate. And I, you know, those were like the loneliest times oh, of my I life. Everybody's like, your twenties are so great. It's that like now that worst. I, everybody's like, are you sad about turning 30? I'm like, no, I post immediately post-college was like the worst time the of my worst life. Worst time of my whole life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you're post-college chin up things, things get a little bit better. Um, let's see. 
who decided to J dangerous spaces did i already read this actually i think i did whoops Oh, whoops. No, I didn't. Okay. Dangerous Spaces said, who decided a park full of Japanese tourists should be called Yellowstone? How racist are they? <laughs> hold on. Hold on. That, that That's deserving. Oh, God. Uh, where is it? It's <laughs> comic timing of this show is impeccable. <laughs> you suck. Um, Kingsley Abroqua, Abroqua, Abroqua. Said Yellowstone is great, but you don't need to go to the Grand Canyon. Pictures definitely don't do it justice. And fuck blonde, it's pronounced a broqua. A broqua. Yeah, that's what I said, bro. Hmm. It was a donation. Um, then we have Obo 299. That comic villain he was citing is the Red Skull. Sounds like me. I want to oh, be a, yeah. a comic okay. villain. That sounds awesome. Um, Joel Dykeman said, would love to see if you could get Aiden Paladin as a guest. I think her psychological analysis of topics is fascinating. I'm not super familiar. I, I think I've seen the name floating around, but if there's something in particular that you think I should check out, send yeah, uh, send me an email. Uh, Dangerous Spaces says Jeff Jeff Flake is from a town called Snowflake. Seriously, so now we know where we can send all the social justice warriors who cry over things like Halloween costumes. Yeah, is he really? He's from. Is there such place, Snowflake, Arizona? I gotta check this out. Um, Frank yeah. Underwood said, "Have you guys seen the anti-SJW comic crowdfunding campaign on Freestarter called Alt Hero? They've reached one hundred fifty thousand dollars on the original twenty-five thousand dollars funding goal. I have. Isn't good. this a Vox Day creation? Or I don't know, but it sounds good. I mean, that's. It sounds like there's going to be a necessary, like, independent correction to what has failed in the established comic yeah. book industry, much like the media, much like a lot of. I mean, I guess the problem with video games is it's very hard to just start up." video games like the, the development is is much higher yeah um yep. demand um blake mcdowell said no mongo pushing <laughs> yeah i know blake blake is a childhood friend or, you know oh. blake and i used to skateboard together oh, okay. so um so definitely no mongo pushing for <laughs> sure not even switch even if you even if you push mongo switch that's bad form what people who skateboard or did skateboard will understand what i'm talking about don't if your sons get into skateboarding just no mongo um and then yoda economics said red pill black's credibility goes out the window if she went on Infowars. i don't care what, where people want to interview i don't think they lose credibility for doing certain interviews i don't think that's fair i mean we've hosted owen several like two times on this show yeah i, mean, I would go on Infowars if they invited me i'd talk to alex jones in a second yeah, just to so say I. I did i mean and a lot of people that i respect stefan molyneux has been on Infowars. sticks hex and hammer has been on Infowars. And don't get me wrong, I'm not dismissing, I'm not saying like, all I'm saying is just just take each individual event or encounter uh, as an individual event or encounter and take each individual person as an individual. Right. I don't think, I think if you talk to Styx, I don't think he would say like, I wholeheartedly endorse everything Alex Jones has ever said. I don't think he would uh, no, say that. No, Styx has also been on Red Ice and I know for sure he doesn't endorse everything that they say. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, that's just the way that it's the nature of YouTube. It's incestuous. We all go yeah, on each other's channel whether or not we agree with one another. Yeah, and I'm defensive to that concept too because it's it's key to our to us hosting people on our show. Like if we can't have a purity test for people coming onto our show mm -hmm. uh, because we wouldn't pass a purity no, test. No. <laughs> yeah, and we don't have a purity test for each other. And well, you don't have one for me. You've let me get away with saying terrible things and you let me entertain the idea of some immigrants coming in. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> poor Steven, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. We're good. Okay. All right. We'll close it out there. Uh, you will want to tune in Sunday. Um, if not for the 
extra high quality video and audio experience. Um, a costume to be displayed. Well, two costumes to be displayed. Yeah. Although the only clue I'll give, the only spoiler, is that your costume is definitely going to be the driver of the show. Mine is, um, my, I, I'm sitting in the passenger seat as far as this will go. I'm just supplementary. So it's going to be a goofy, weird, fun, um, fun Halloween show. Your challenge is to make it sexy. You're the one who said you wanted a sexy Halloween costume. It's up to you. We'll catch you Sunday. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>